So you qualify. Oh, yeah. What? Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is a monopoly. Niggas ain't stopping me, and we can't lose because Puff set us up properly. We just won't settle for lesser. Who won't test us? We be in the five with the goose headdresses. Locks put niggas under pressure. You should have knew that. It's always them new cats that'll get you. Better start looking at things from my angle. I'm trying to be up on the ball with a triangle. Let's go. Next to my name with a 10 or 20. Now that's when you really can say you get money. But right now, all I do is sit back and listen to a wise young man and Let's go. Then I could advance from the five to the six and house with two kitchens, diamonds, plenty women, built in pool for swimming. But the plan is to start from the floor and raise it up. Then you hit him in the head till your days is up. You blazing up, Playboy, you frailing, but. I'm starting off like this. Biggie Big, Jim's the Juice Podcast. Yo, yo. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, hey, yo, never will it stop. Handguns with double-digit shots. I move work on other niggas' blocks. Leave out the club with another nigga's watch. Body that man and let other niggas watch. Only thing worse To the day one supporters. Shout out to the streamers too. Follow us on Twitch at Gems and Juice. We gonna keep it going. Let's go. Everybody's a snake. That's why I try to keep the grass cut so I can see them when they're coming. Then I heat their ass up. Cause them niggas that you went to school with. I'll catch you while you in your new whip and turn your brains into cool whip. Niggas that you run around getting ass whipped and don't help you do nothing. Carry a casket. Got the nerve to ass kiss while I smoke so much. And how I'm such a young nigga that seem to know so much. Let's go. Running around pumping for niggas. I was listening. You still pumping for niggas. I'm coming through visiting. You heard LOX came through and they done with yellow checks And you liable to see me dolo Ice in the rollo Burner under the polo A lot of y'all is Funny style niggas Never down with me Let's go Go to the bathroom Sit down and pee We pop start your house Back of your cribs Smacking your kids Bullets going through your leather Shout out to all our supporters Hit me on my hip If I ain't give you a cold And I ain't got a home phone number I live on the Fuck it, let's start Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
won 15 air horns in a row. Get it. We, we got to play with our new toys, man. We got to play with the drop buttons a little bit, man. You know how we do. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> with the J Prince as well. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we had to let y'all know we back at it. What up, Twitch fam? What up, YouTube fam? What up, everybody who's tuning in with us? Podcast family. Anybody streaming the podcast right now? We appreciate y'all and welcome back to another exciting edition of Jay Prince. Let them know what they're listening to. The gems and juice. The gems and juice. <laughs> we gotta try we to get him back it. on, man. What's up? We gotta try to get him back on. We really do, man. He's been doing a little podcast circuit, and I know yeah. he's been promoting his uh his liquor he got out. So I feel like if we buy his liquor. And show him posts on social media. Hey, let's get Jay Prince back. We bought his liquor and had it yeah. displayed. I feel like he'll come through. He's a solid dude, man. He yeah. had a good time with us as well. Yeah. So I feel like uh, he should join the podcast again, man. So yeah. we, we I gotta just, make. That I just happen. wish we was more prepared. We we had no idea he was really going to show up. Yeah. And then not to mention, <laughs> no, for real, because uh, I was surprised. Um, I even got an email back. So, um, unfortunately, I had COVID during that time, too. So, I was yeah, just, I remember. I was just totally out of it. And uh, he hopped on, man. And it was cool. I was a little, I was a little nervous. I was, I didn't want to ask him the wrong thing and he'd be pissed or something. But he was super cool and laid back. So, got to get him back on. Oh, definitely. And yeah, man, that, for, to peel the curtain back a little bit, we had been going through a drought with guests. We had people cancel on us. We got our uh, hopes up high for a few people that never came through. And so we were kind of down to dump. So when you told me we get Jay Prince, I'm like, okay, yeah, right. We'll see. <laughs> so when he actually jumped on, I was like, holy shit, I wasn't really expecting it. Yeah. But I thought it was still, I mean, we only had a limited amount of time with him anyway. So I don't think there was a whole lot we could get into regardless. But it was still a fun time, man. So we definitely got to kick it with him again. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are back at it, man. A lot to break down, a lot to talk about. We now we had a whole Beyonce edition last podcast, yeah. so yeah. we got to we got to bring it back to the yeah. normal world. Yeah, shout out to okay. J Bell too for hopping on with us, man. It's it's always fun with J Bell. Oh yeah, we had a good time, man. We had a good time. I had fun picking at her about her top five performers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still tripping out about that, man. Chris Brown, number four, because I started thinking after the fact how many people I put above Chris Brown, like Madonna. We're not including Madonna. And like there are so many people yeah. before we get to Chris it's, Brown. dog. I'm yeah. sorry. It's a man. And, you know, we always talk about the hip hop list, but um, R&B is so much harder because you got so many different generations of R&B. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like. Putting putting Chris Brown right there, then you're gonna be like, oh, what about Smokey Robinson? Or you got it's it's so wide, man. And hip hop, it you know, we don't really put uh people in the 80s that much in the yeah. in the top five or anything like that. But it kind of start in the 90s. It's not that much to go off of. But with R and B, man, it's like, <laughs> what about Smokey Robinson? 
What about James Brown? What about Luther? You 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 start naming a whole bunch of people over like a Chris Brown. Now I thought she was talking about performers, which I was like, okay, if, if Chris Brown has put on good performances before, but if we're talking like R&B artists, yeah. I don't know if I put him in the top 100, man. Come on, dog. R&B yeah. is the history of R&B is just too long. There's too many legends. And when we look back on Chris Brown music, we had this debate with Jasmine before about <laughs> how, how is Chris Brown's music going to age, man? Honestly, yeah. what classes does he have in R&B compared to people like Smokey Robinson, compared to fucking Donnie Hathaway, compared yeah. to so many people, dog? We have to, come on, we're, we're, the classics ain't going to match up, but that's yeah. a whole nother debate. I know. Speaking <laughs> of Chris Brown, man, I've been really enjoying his... uh his meet and greet pictures, man. Yeah, let's talk about that, man. <laughs> so he apparently he's still taking these freaky ass meet and greet pics. Um, now one of them he was like, uh, they're getting more and more raw. It seemed like one he was like had a girl bent over doggy style. The next he was grabbing the girl's cheeks right net right up on him. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if these girls single, which brings up a question I actually want to ask you. Okay. And I, right. I want to wait till we get Jasmine or somebody else on too, because I want right. to see how she reacts. Because I feel like she would defend a woman in a relationship taking these types of pictures. Yeah. If she but had what a- would you do if your wife took a picture with Chris Brown and he he was hugged up a little too close? He was grabbing a little too much. How do you feel about that, man? I I ain't gonna lie, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it, and I think she got enough respect for me that she wouldn't take a picture like that. Like, no matter what, he, he, she could be the biggest fan. She could be be a bigger fan of him than Jasmine. Jasmine is. But, you know, at a, it's at a point where you're like, yeah, I like him, I think he's cute, and I grew up to him, but, you know, we can't take a picture like that. I'm married. So uh, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be cool with it, man. Yeah, if if I had a girl that was uh, taking pictures like that with Chris Brown, I, I would leave her there. Like, nah. <laughs> like, I, it'll be one thing to be hugged up. Okay, you can have a hug with him, yeah. whatever. But if you bend over doggy style, nah, you, you stay over there and try to get him at that point. <laughs> Don't come back to me, okay? Yeah. Especially if you post that online and say, hey, I met Chris Brown and he fucking grabbed me your booty cheeks. Nah, yeah. stay over on that side. Try to get him. Yeah. Pay more than a thousand dollars. Maybe we'll take you on a date. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, you ain't coming back over here after that shit. Yeah, just think about it from our point of view. We won't be able to do that. We can't. Of course not. Yeah, we can't do nothing like that. The only thing we maybe could do, and I see a lot of couples do this too, is whenever they go to a strip club, and the girl is with the man, and she let the man get a lap dance. Mm-hmm. So, but they all having fun. She probably smacking the ass too, and all this stuff. Y'all both having fun together, but you can't just take a random picture holding a girl butt cheeks or whatever it is. Like, nah, I, like they don't, they don't give a damn what type of celebrity it is. Like, nah, that's <laughs> that's a little off. You can't even talk. I, a man can't even talk too much about the celebrity looking good. <laughs> Like, yeah. if you're talking about it a little too much, then it's like, all right, nigga, you want her? <laughs> I mean, women can do it to men, but it always has to be, like, under their control. Yes. Like, you know, when Janet Jackson went on tour and, like, strapped a nigga down and, like, danced all over him 
or women bring up a random guy, put him in a chair and like do a lap dance on him. Rihanna's doing that type of shit for a minute. But it has to be under their control. It can't be a guy like taking control of that. And imagine, but that's a good way to get money. Like imagine if Megan Thee Stallion had $1,000 meet and grease and you can grab the booty. Yeah, I would pay a thousand dollars for that probably because I just yeah. want to see how it feels. Exactly, <laughs> and, and we, we we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Will we pay a thousand? I feel like the way Chris Brown is doing this, and I don't use this word often when I talk about people, but this mm-hmm. is kind of genius, man. That is it's smart. It, it's it, smart. It, it is like paying a thousand that I can take a picture with you any way I want because when you go to meet and greet, you paying like maybe four hundred dollars for a meet and greet. And the pictures yeah. suck, man. It, it, mm-hmm. The pictures suck. I hate me. I, I like to meet the people, but I just hate those meet and greet pictures, man. You got the fucking the meet and greet pass across your neck, and it just look so staged, and it don't look cool at all. But the way Chris, like, if meet and greets was the way Chris Brown was doing it, like, it would be dope. But a lot of people don't want you to take a picture like that. They, they don't yeah. open up. They just sitting there trying to get through it and get the money and take off but he asked it looked like he actually having fun with it nah he he's selling it man like <laughs> man. he's having a great time i think he really loves his fans dog i'll say that much you can say a lot about chris brown i think he does love his fans yeah so um yeah i'm not surprised he would do that but it wouldn't work for every artist i think a lot of artists don't like their fans like that yeah to be honest you gotta they don't want to hang around them yeah you really got to be a people person you got to be yeah. down to earth you know, if somebody want to take a, a funny looking picture, you gotta be down for it. <laughs> a lot of people, man, they be they be acting funny. Some, you know, remember we went through the whole Summer Walker thing where she don't even want to touch her fans or something. Yeah, all that stuff. You can't be like that and <laughs> charging She's a thousand. Empath. She she absorbs spiritual energy. Okay, so she can't just touch anybody. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, Chris just Brown giving up all that energy, man. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> He 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 the total opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, I saw some, I forget who she was, but like a guy, like an older kind of out of shape guy was taking a picture. He wouldn't even take a picture, but he like uh was doing something with this female artist. She was cute. I forget her name though. And like she reached her arm out to give him a handshake and he like pulled her in for a hug. But she was like clearly disgusted. She like kind of patted him on the you know, she was clearly disgusted by the hug and just walked away after it. I'm like, come on, man. Like, well, did, that, did that really ruin your day, yeah. having to hug a guy? But well, I understand, like, if you're not a, just that type of person who wants to be around. Or, like, I'm not a touchy-feely person either. So I will have the same reaction, no matter who it was trying to hug me. <laughs> but, I mean, look, if you're a celebrity... I feel like that's one of the least things you can do to build a fan base. Like, hey, just, just act like you enjoy it, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Tab says that's why I don't ask for pics or autographs when I see athletes or celebrities. Yeah, it really depends, man. Like, you got to know. Like, for example, if you see uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, like he's always down to take a picture. He's always down to sign something. Like, he's one of those people. Yeah. But if it's somebody who you know, or or just looks super busy or looks agitated, you can't approach them like that, man. They're probably going to yeah. blow you off. Their security going to get in your face and all that shit. So, yeah. yeah. You got to you gotta know who is kind of down with that because it's certain celebrities I didn't see. And I'm like, man, they not. I could tell they're not a picture person. So I ain't about to mm-hmm. sit here and ask for a picture. 
But if I'm talking to a celebrity and it's like, hey, yeah, what's up, man? We good. But, uh, and I'm like, hey, you want to take a picture real quick? Can we take a picture real quick? And that's how I usually get it. But yep. I, yeah, I hate asking for pictures, man. I need to do a better yeah. job. I need to do a better job, but I hate asking for pictures. Yeah, it, it makes you feel like a fucking goofy ass fan, man. Nobody wants yeah. to feel like a fan, like especially if you're a grown man. Yeah. Sab says, "What about the Taylor Swift ass grab pic that radio host got sued?" Figgy, look that up. I want to see. I've never seen that before. But so apparently Taylor Swift got her ass grabbed by a radio host and got sued for it. Hmm. That's interesting. Let me look that up as well. Taylor Swift ass grab is going to be in my oh, yeah, history yeah. now. I, I, I do remember this. <laughs> I forgot all about this. I don't even remember this shit. Let me see. Oh, okay. I mean, is he really grabbing it? It, it, it kind of looks like he's faking, like he he's just trying to make a joke. I don't know if he actually grabbed it or not. I got to see the story on TMZ. Yeah. Taylor Swift verdict verdict beats DJ's ass and butt grab. Oh, they had a trial. Um, she the, okay. So apparently, it was, she sued her him for sexual assault by grabbing her butt at a meet and greet at a 2013 Denver concert. Um, and she didn't even want. They only she only asked for one dollar. I guess she just wanted the the victory of yeah. <laughs> of triumphing against sexual assault. Yeah. But um, hum. <laughs> the guy said the allegations cost him the job. Um, hmm. Hmm. He, she says he lashed onto her bare ass underneath her skirt. Yeah, that's a little much. Man. Yeah. I'm surprised she it's, still took the picture like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it, it's I don't know, like, what I want to know what her reaction was like right after that. Not not saying that it excuses it or makes it right. What was but, she wearing? <laughs> yeah, I want to know if like I don't know because uh, I feel like if a guy look look up this video as well. Look up Jenny McCarthy, Justin Bieber awards on youtube because there is a video of like a young justin bieber and an older jenny mccarthy and she's like touchy-feely all over him and it's it's kind of rough to watch man but she played it off like it was a joke and nobody really got mad at her he he even made a statement he was like yeah i was very uncomfortable up there and i didn't appreciate the contact but nobody cared because it was a woman doing it to a guy so mm-hmm. funny how y'all could have it that way. But I mean, I understand because, you know, yeah. double standards and whatnot. But yeah, man, where where shit. You can't be grabbing Taylor Swift's ass, man. She's one of them white girls you can't touch, okay? You should know just by looking at her. <laughs> Sexy comedian, writer, and former Playboy. What the fuck? Don't you hate when auto music auto plays and shit? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I'll try yeah, to pull up yeah. Jenny McCarthy, but yeah. It's all good. You could look it up, but it, it was crazy, man. She was all touchy-feely, huggy-kissy on him. And yeah, I don't think she got sued or anything. I think uh, his fans got mad. His female fans were like, who do you think you are touching, Justin? But um, nobody else gave a shit. Yeah. So mm. shout, shout out to my niece. My niece is in the building, Diasha. 
What's going on, oh, girl? Okay. Yeah, my little niece. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old is she? Is she old enough to be here in this conversation? Yeah, she old about... she, she over Okay, eight, okay. Yeah. She over 18. Uh, she says, you could tell by the way she's standing, she looks uncomfortable. Like, what would you do in that situation? I'll be really scared to say anything because sometimes that, that's true. Fair, fair point. Fair point by your niece. Yeah. Um, some women don't know what to do in that situation because they get scared or they don't want to react or they don't want to, you know, it's it's scary. And sometimes men feel the same way too. You know, we have to admit, like, there are women who are very touchy-feely on us and we don't want to say nothing because we don't want to make it uncomfortable. We don't want to look like a bitch. We don't want to like that. There's a lot that goes into that as well. Yeah. But there is unwarranted contact with both sexes, man. It happens all the time. It happens to men too. And we just don't call it out, but yeah. I mean, it, it's rough. And yeah, he, he that dude definitely should have known better. So yeah. whatever. he deserved to get fired. Yeah. What, what's funny is we always talk about we always bring up the double standard, and um, Terry Crews, man, Terry Crews, remember he, how he just came out and say, "Oh, I was um, being touched or whatever in Hollywood by some some people," and we 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 kind of laughed at we kind of yeah. laughed at a little bit. But I, well, I know, I'm sorry. I know that was funny, more, man. I'm more, sorry. Dog. I know it's a little more to it. I know it's a little more to it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, dog. Look, I try to have empathy for people, but I just don't understand how you Terry Crews and you let an old white man grab your balls and don't do shit about it. Like, I don't give a fuck if they kick me out the thing, dog. You ain't gonna just grab my nuts in front of everybody. And I'm I'm a key key about it, then write an article about it. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Nah, that, I know that's a probably insensitive and not yeah. empathetic, and you can't say that type of shit in 2022, but I'm sorry. That shit was yeah. ridiculous. This is when I will go Will Smith. I'll just smack somebody. I don't care. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> um, She says, no, for real, that's understandable because I feel like it's harder for y'all because they say, oh, you're a man. It's a woman. You should be flattered. Yes, very true. Very true. Okay. They think we should just want any woman to touch up on us. Like we don't want any woman to touch up on us. Yeah. Okay? She's been facts, man. She coming in with the facts. <laughs> I didn't even know my niece had some knowledge like this. Uh, she kicking knowledge. She kicking know. knowledge in here, man. Yeah. She kicking knowledge in here, dog. So respected, <laughs> respected, respected for sure. Um, with that being said, oh yeah, we are a music podcast. Um. First, let's talk about. We didn't talk about training camp. We didn't talk about what you've been up to lately, Figgy. Um, how you been, dog? I know training camp has started. I know you've been out there. You've been seeing the new look Texans. Some people say the rebuilding Texans, whatever you want to call them. The Deshaun Watson less Texans now are out there. They got some new draft picks. They got Davis Mills looking like a young Peyton Manning, apparently, according to some people. So, uh, what do you think? What have you seen out there in training camp, man? And what's it been like uh, on the sidelines seeing them? I got to say, man, it's a much better vibe this year. And I know we said the same thing last year because, you know, it was no Bill O'Brien and all that stuff. But it was still a weird vibe last year because you had Deshaun Watson and all that stuff. But um, this year, man, it seemed like it's everybody kind of chilled. You got a friendly coaching staff. It seemed like even the Houston Texans organization is actually cool. They, you know, remember it was always a disconnect with the media and the Houston Texans and all that stuff. 
But it seemed like it's a good vibe now. They um they invited everybody out for a media night out, and hey. they got the you know meet meet the people. They you know the communication is good, so um it been really good. But as far as on the practice field, um they they look like a decent team, man. <laughs> I know it's I know it's early, but um you know it looked like a decent team. You know Davis Mills actually having a good camp. So um, I'm not saying they're going to sit here and go to the playoffs or anything like that. They might win four games this year. But um, at least they got a whole bunch of rookies. They got some um, pretty good rookies. Uh, Derek Stanley, you got, um, you, you know, you got the run, running back Damian Pierce. And um, Davis Mills showing out. So I don't – look, they like I said, they might win four games, but – it might be a competitive, uh, uh, you know, it might be a competitive season for them. And plus, they got the Browns' <laughs> first round picks the next two years. So, if Davis Mills ain't the guy, they can move on and draft a quarterback. So they got a lot of options. They not stuck. And remember, Davis Mills was like a third round pick. So, yeah. So they playing with house money at this point. Yeah, I mean, I still kind of wish they brought somebody in to compete with him. Um. I still feel like he's a little too young to say, hey, the reins are yours, man. Hey, you you are quarterback. Like, did he show enough last year to have that privilege of automatically being the number one guy? I don't know. But apparently he looks good. Apparently he is having a good camp. So we'll see how it goes, man. Yeah. But and been personally, high. I just wish. It, put, yeah. You never know if he's going to get hurt too, man. So yeah. a lot could happen. So I kind of wish they would have brought somebody in. Whatever, we'll see what they yeah, do. Yeah, but um, yeah, but training camp been good so far. It been hot as hell. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Outside of that, I uh, I was I, I talked to Kyle Miner and Hannah Miner. I seen them a couple times. So um, it's kind of cool, man. So it's it's cool to talk to a billionaire, man, <laughs> or millionaire. Yeah. I guess he a billionaire. I I I, I guess it's not. I guess he. I guess if he, he if he owns an NFL team, he's a billionaire. Okay. You, yeah. you can't not own. You can't okay. not be a billionaire on NFL team. Yeah. So yes, he for sure is. Okay. Yeah. Felt good, you know, talking to a billionaire, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then also um, on Friday, Stephen Silas was out there. He, he hey. Showed, he showed up. It, it was kind of random too. I'm like, is that Stephen Silas? And um, everybody was happy to see him. So. Pretty cool. Yeah, at least somebody is. Okay. I'm just like, <laughs> shit, like I, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Steven Silas, man. But the team got to do a little better this year. We'll, we'll yeah, see. It might, shit, it might be his last year, man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Wait, what? We're getting some random comments from Twitch. Um, anapoleptic asked, "This is off subject, but are motorcycles just death machines to you too?" There is nothing stopping you from getting totally messed up if you crash. I mean, yeah, but it's also fun as shit to ride, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, yeah, but yeah, like I mean, it is fun. So I understand how people want to ride them, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can say the same thing about a vehicle, though. A vehicle is a death machine, too. I mean, you're more, if you get into like a low-impact crash, you're pretty likely to live in a yeah. car, even low impact. You're going to fly off that fucking motorcycle, man. Yeah. So 
a pretty high chance of death if you if you hit something even at a pretty low speed. So I get it. Like pretty much everybody I know who rides bikes a lot has been in a bad crash where they broke some shit. So I personally wouldn't do it, but and it's everybody else's. Yeah, I um, personally too. Yeah, I actually knew somebody that died in a motorcycle accident, and I knew somebody personally who who you know got thrown off a bike, but they just got kind of scraped up a little bit. So I mean, to me, you could you could kind of. Say the same thing about like airplanes, because a lot of people say, "Oh, I ain't getting on no airplane because I ain't about to crash." But that might be the safest thing. <laughs> that might be safer than a car, to be honest, because you don't get a lot of plane crashes. But if the plane do crash, <laughs> it's probably a ninety nine point nine percent chance you you ain't gonna make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that uh, that's that's what people kind of look at. This person is asking more questions about quadrocopters and drones and old people dying of old age. So I'm pretty sure we're getting trolled here. So enough questions from you, sir, or ma'am, whoever you are. Shout out. Uh, Please stay on topic. That's all we ask. You can say what you want, but stay on topic. Don't ask random shit. He did Um, say this. No troll. Why do you want to know our opinion on motorcycles, man? Like, (laughs) what? What? What possessed you to ask our opinion on motorcycles? Because you don't know football. We ain't talking. We already off football, man. Okay. We're talking about music and bullshit and whatnot. I, I oh, welcome he, random he, questions, yeah. but he said he I don't no know tro- about he said he ain't no quadrocopters troll. and drones. Yeah, man. he said he ain't no trolls. So shout out to you, man. But <laughs> that's a that's a random ass question. That's probably the most random question we ever got. <laughs> I'm I'm down for random questions, man. But I just the, the you lost me with the personal vehicles being the same as quadrocopters, but drone crash rates. I'm, no, no, man. <laughs> but uh anyway, so good to hear you have fun at training camp, man. Um, we'll see what happens. The first preseason game, I believe, is next Saturday. I'm gonna be out. Man, gonna be in the building, man. That fucking game. So <laughs> we might have to do a podcast before it or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Just, I don't know. I'm fucking. <laughs> my weekends are fucked now, so it's my last <laughs> free weekend of the year, damn near. So yeah. it is what it is. It, it, it's, it's still a fun time with the guys. So now you get, um. You anyway, you can hear Mark Vandermeer cussing somebody out. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Vandermeer. Am I on? Am I on? My headphones aren't on loud enough. Can you return up. My headphones is loud enough. <laughs> turn the return level up. <laughs> <laughs> the mix minus is not up. Oh, man. Yeah, he, I think he is like a little bit deaf from years of broadcasting, so he wants his headphones like super, super loud all the time. But, you know, yeah. it's what it is. I understand. Getting old, too. So, yeah, it's what it is. Anyway, um... <laughs> technology making us unable to communicate man we, we we communicate another year dog so uh new releases let's talk about some music man um some stuff came out last week that we missed oh i missed this damn drake song um dj Khaled, drake and little baby dropped a song called stand alive yeah. i'm assuming it's not like uh the fucking 70s song and it is some completely different shit Wait, is it a remake? <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what? I, since I want you to play this song, man. So, um, okay. play it on your own time real quick. Just so you get, like, the, I think it started off with the hook. So, that's all you need to hear is the hook. So, um, 
Yeah, man. I, 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 man, I can't play it now because it's going it, to... Yeah, it's going to cut us off. Yeah, but... Okay, well, um, I'll, I'll just listen to it real quick on my... Uh, okay. Right. Oh, he got a video for it, too. Okay. Oh, I ain't see the video. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just listen to it real oh quick. Oh, my God. he had, They actually remade the BG song. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I was hoping I would, this was would be some coincidence now, that now, they named it that. Now, I will say... um. The only part they remade was the hook. Okay. So it don't sound, it don't, it, you know, it don't sound like the BG song, but he did imitate the ah, 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 stand alive. <laughs> so he kind of said it in a more cool way, but man, come on. Man. The song ain't bad. It ain't bad. It ain't too bad. But um, yeah, I mean. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't want nobody remake the BGs. I wasn't even that big of a fan of that song. Maybe I just got tired of it, but. Wanna, yeah, that, that, that song, song what was it? Saturday Night Fever that song was in. Um I forget <laughs> that song the was movie, in every fucking yeah, movie. That, every cartoon movie, every little funny scene. Yeah. That song. So I'm I'm kind of tired of it to be honest. It's one of those songs like that got memed so much that it became a joke that it's hard to take it serious again or take it like whenever you think of it, you think of like some corny yes. scene from a movie making fun of it. Yeah, so that's, it's that, kind of like it's like Marvin uh, Gaye sexual heal, uh, sexual healing. Yeah, like it's a good song, but they just play it at, at all the weird sexual um, scenes and all that shit. So it's like, man, I'm so tired of it. they play it in commercials and whenever it's time <laughs> to talk about sex, then they play that song. So it's like, man, I'm tired. Of yeah, yeah, it, it became a meme too much. So. Your niece says, personally, she thinks they should have kept that unreleased. Um, I mean, that's what DJ Khaled albums are for, though. <laughs> Songs that nobody wants to release on their own, yeah. throw it on your DJ Khaled album. DJ Khaled gets all the Drake throwaways, mm-hmm. okay? The shit he don't want to put on his actual albums because he might be ass, he gives them to DJ Khaled. So yeah. there's that. So yeah. I guess you got a new album coming out soon, apparently. I don't did, know. Did you hear what um, Guru said about a, uh, apparently DJ Khaled got a Jay-Z verse, another Jay-Z verse or song on there? Uh, he said, this is probably the best Jay-Z verse. He said something like can't. that. I'm paraphrasing, but that to me, just how you know I'm, I'm in a different space now. I didn't even care. I, I wasn't even excited. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Like, I'll check it out when it come out, but I'm not sitting here waiting for it. I mean, you can't trust nothing. Like, Guru is is Jay-Z's producer, okay? Exactly. Like, they've been close friends for 20-some years now, dog. Like, nobody, Guru gonna, like, I don't want to call it dick riding because that's his friend, but you can't trust nothing that Guru says about Jay-Z. Because it's he's gonna hype everything Jay Z does. No, uh, Tab, we're not talking about Guru from Gangstar. We're talking about Guru, uh, Jay Z's engineer. Jay Z's engineer. Yeah. He's been working with him for a while now. But yeah, Guru from uh, Gangstar uh, died. Um, this is a different Guru. I know there's several Gurus yeah. in hip hop, but um, I think he was young Guru at one point. But I guess he's just Guru now. I don't know. But um, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, DJ Khaled albums are just mad at me now, but I'll check the Jay Z verse, of course. But I just very much doubt it's like the best one verse he's done. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, other things that came out, 
uh, Quavo Takeoff and Gucci. I guess uh, Ankh and Neff <laughs> is what they're calling themselves. Yeah, that has um, they made a song called Us Versus Them. Yeah, that came out last week. You hear this song, man? What you think about it? I did hear this song, and it kind of got swept under the rug because it was Beyonce Day. So yeah. I totally missed this one. But um, the song is actually not that bad, man. I kind of like this. Look, I kind of like this uh, Quavo takeoff duo, man. I think I think this is good, man. I think I don't know if you heard it, but I think it's pretty good so far. I, I mean, I don't know what they got coming up. I don't know if they gearing up for an album, but it sounds pretty good so far. Yeah, I like what they got going. I like Hotel Lobby a lot, man. I still play that song at least once a Me week. Too. <laughs> you know, I, I play at the gym a lot, man. So I love that song. I think whatever they got cooking up is gonna be gonna sound refreshing. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, I might check out that song, man. I like what they've been cooking up. Yeah. Uh your niece, what's can how do you pronounce your name? Diasha. Your niece Diosha. Diosha. Diasha, okay, Diasha. Diasha says, old school music is way better than the music today. Like the music your mom used to wake you up to when everybody had to clean the house. Now, I have to ask, uh, how old are you? Because if you're 20-something, I'll be shocked that you already have that mentality. So Yeah, so my mom, um, so um, her mom is my older sister, my second older sister. So she in her 40s. And she, um, she liked to play the, uh, Anita. Anita Bakers and all that stuff. So, okay. So the old school R and B stuff. So, yeah, I didn't even know she was into that. I, I realized I don't know anything about my damn niece. I, I feel like I've been here so long. <laughs> I felt when I left Houston, I felt like she was a little kid, and now she a grown woman. She got a kid now, so I'm like, damn, I don't know anything about my niece now. Dog, it's crazy when your uh, niece and nephews and people you've known since they were a kid grow up because, like, you know how you, when you, we were growing up, we were like our uncles and, like, they still think of us as kids. We grown now. But now it's like I understand why they thought of us as kids because when you see somebody be a kid, like, my nephew is about to be, like, 17, 18 years old now, man. Damn. Like, he damn near a man at this point. He has a mustache. And I'm like, nigga, I remember you when you was in diapers, dog. And now this nigga fucking rocking around, got him a goal. Like, he, I don't know, he's playing football and shit, about to graduate high school. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You're like, you're a real yeah. person now, man. I remember you when you were just a little baby who cried all the time. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's wild, it's, it's man. Crazy. But it's, it's crazy. Look, it, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going on a sidebar about music being better because I've been going back and forth with myself about this opinion and part of me wonders like do i just think old music was better because i grew up during that time and i'm nostalgic for the past but i'm starting to think like legit music is just ass now dog and the reason why is because to this day people are still saying so and so is this generation's tupac so-and-so is this generation's Whitney Houston. So-and-so is this generation's Sade. So-and-so is this generation's... Like, it's, they're always going back to the 90s and back to say this person is that. And I yeah. remember the 90s. Yeah. Nobody was saying Tupac is this generation's cool mode. Yeah. You know? Nobody was saying anybody who was big at that time, Mariah Carey, was this generation's 
Anita Baker or whatever. Yeah, or like Aretha nobody Franklin. said that. Yeah. So that that's why I think because we're constantly comparing, and this is young people doing it too. Yeah. They're saying, oh, this guy's a Tupac of this generation. And like, why? Like the whole thing about young boy being Tupac, Bum D said that goofy shit. Yeah, I like, meant to bring that up too. I ca- yeah, it's to me because I kind of understood what he were where he was going with it. And I don't necessarily disagree because uh, how they it seemed like the media, the way they treat a young boy is kind of how it was with Tupac. We just don't understand. I just don't understand it. Like, I, uh, the, the, I think the clear difference is the music, because, you know, me and you don't really listen to him like that. But the way they, you know, cover NBA young boy is like it's Tupac or some shit. They co- the way they cover that trial and. How many celebrities and you know record labels was at that trial with them? I'm like, that that, that shit was bizarre to me, and it's like, damn, I don't even know a song from them like that. But I I disagree even with that because look, man, everybody knew even when he was alive in his prime, everybody knew who Tupac was. Even if you never heard a Tupac song in your life, you were a white person from suburban America, you knew who Tupac was. No. Unless you really in tune with hip hop these days, you don't know who NBA Youngboy is. Yeah. You don't. You can ask a random 40 year old, they're they don't know who Youngboy is, man. Like then Tupac, you couldn't avoid him. He was everywhere, he was very outspoken, he was in movies and shit. You couldn't avoid him. With Youngboy, it's like he's still niche. Like he sells a lot, kids love him, but they're at after a certain age. People don't know who he is, man. So I would argue even that because Tupac, with his influence, was just way bigger at that point than at at Young Boy's age than what Young Boy is now. No, so, I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm just trying to me. I'm just trying to piece it together. Like what you know, like I said, the way they cover this dude. Like why is we sitting here looking at his trial, and you know him in jail and. Oh, he just got out of jail. Oh, he just dropped the free. Like the way they covering this dude, it's like damn. And the way, and not to even mention the way his fans are, like how mm-hmm. crazy his fans are. So, like maybe, like to me, like this is even a stretch. But I, I, like me, I'm just trying to piece it together and see why. But I, but I agree with you, man. Like for the simple fact, we keep comparing these new artists. To an artist who died like 25 years ago, <laughs> 25, mm-hmm. almost 30 years ago. And so it's like, damn, like we keep going back to that time, huh? And, you know, even in this day and age, like uh, in the NBA, it's I feel like it's starting to slow down now. But you don't really hear people saying this is next Jordan. Like when yeah. was the last time you heard that? And, you know, um, like sometimes you see, you get people saying, "Oh, he got the Kobe mentality or something," but mm-hmm. you don't really hear you don't really hear. Oh, this um this is next Hakeem or this is the next Shaq or you don't really hear that like that. Mm-hmm. Like the next great shooter will be called the next Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry wasn't called the next anybody. He, people compare yeah. him to Ray Allen, but then he surpassed Ray Allen so quick that it was obvious he was going to be a better player overall. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the next great shooter is going to be called the next step. I think there's certain players in the league now 
that we're going to say are the greatest at their that position at and, that time. And you so know, we're going to be comparing them to people and you know, 20 years from now. And you know this is what they're doing now. Like, we didn't heard this is the next LeBron, or he kind of mm-hmm. looked like LeBron. Or what about the dude from over in France? This is the next, this is the France K, KD or some shit. Yeah. So it's like they, you know, like this generation, like they moving past the Jordans, the Kobe's, and hey, you can maybe say they ain't good as them. You can probably make that argument, but they, you know, they comparing it to these people now, like the the um, LeBrons, the KDs, and all that shit now. So, yep, yep. So it's, it only seems to be in music that we keep going to the past. I, I think Kodak. Somebody said Kodak Black or somebody was like the next Master P or the new Master oh P. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, I forget who said that, but it's like, come on, man. <laughs> No, in music, it seems like we're always saying this guy is the new so-and-so guy from 20, 30 years ago. And everybody else kind of moved past that shit in every other genre. You know, yeah, I, don't, I don't hear anybody. I don't listen to country music, but I don't hear anybody saying this guy's the next Garth Brooks. <laughs> but maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not in touch with the community shit, like that. I, or but. I'll take it even further. Have you heard anybody say this is the next Jeezy or this is the next Gucci Mane? Or, nah, nah. You don't really, nah. you don't really hear that. <laughs> like, name anybody from the two thousands. You don't really hear somebody saying, "Oh, this is the next so and so. This is, this is the next freeway, or this is the next Paul <laughs> Wall, or something." You don't really hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it always goes back to like the nineties, man. This is the next Outcast. This is the next like, come yeah. on, man. So mm-hmm. that that's why I feel like music really peaked because. Even the new people are saying, this is the new old person. And like, nigga, you weren't even alive when they died. So who they say was the next DMX tab ask? I want to say Pop Smoke. Nah. They was asking like Pop Smoke was going to be the next DMX. No, remember, um, they was comparing Takashi 69 to DMX. Oh, what? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I surprised. I thought we talked about this. But they were saying his energy. I mean, he might have. I might have forgot. This was, this was early. This was pre-snitching. But uh, talking about, like, the energy and all this stuff. And they was like, oh, yeah, that's how DMX. They they kind of compared them to DMX. I know with Pop Smoke, they was comparing him to 50 Cent. Which I could kind of. Yeah. I could kind of see yeah. it. But, um, yeah, they, yeah I, I'd never forget that. <laughs> Comparing him to DMX. Tab said they said Ja Rule's the next Tupac. I don't know if they said that. I think it was very obvious Ja Rule was trying to look like Tupac. I think, um, yeah, I think there, Mer- there was a number think- of Tupac clones that came out around that time, but yeah. I don't think anybody said Ja Rule's the next Tupac. I, I, think, I think he just tried to put that image out himself. Yeah, I think Murder Inc. was trying to put that image out to try to yeah. put that image in there, which is crazy because they like all East Coast. So that was kind of that was kind of interesting, but yeah, I kind of remember that too, especially early, especially um in the late two uh, in the late nineties when he was you know doing uh, songs with Jay Z early on. I could kinda, yeah I could see that. Yeah, he's they they're a lot of people came out wanting to be the next Tupac. Master P came out rapping just like Tupac. In the beginning, listen to old rap, uh, Master P shit. He's doing a yeah, stretching out the vowels and fucking rapping just like Tupac. A lot of people were biting Tupac after he died. So, yeah, there was definitely some clones popping up. 
around that time, around like 97, 98. So, yeah, I think Ja Rule is one of them. But, yeah, we'll see how that worked out for him. Um, <laughs> so sidebar done, but we, we, I like these sidebar. Keep keep the questions coming, man, because this is a free willing podcast anyway. We talk about whatever the fuck y'all want to talk about. So, um, talk, talk about motorcycle accidents and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the economy, man. Let's talk about the. Are we really in a recession? Hmm. They keep changing the definition of what recession is. Okay, I thought Jeezy made an album called Recession. I don't know what a real recession is now anymore, but um. New music coming out. There was another song. Oh, yeah, the Brown Boy is back. My boy Nav. Okay. My boy Nav dropped an album with Travis, not album, a song with Travis Scott and Lil Baby called No Sleep. I like the song, man. I think it's cool, little hype gym music. Um, I think everybody on the track killed it. Um, we see Travis Scott starting to make his comeback, man. He's doing shows again, doing verses again. Um, now, since you haven't heard this song, I'll ask this first. Do you think Travis Scott is on the midst of a comeback? Do you think people are over the Astro World thing and they're ready to accept him as a mainstream artist again or not yet? I think, um, I think he's preparing for a comeback. I just don't know if venues are ready to book him <laughs> yet. Like, I don't know if Rolling Loud or Coachella, something like that is ready to headline Travis Scott just yet. But I think he is moving on like business because he, he do got to pay the bills, man. He uh I think he dropped a sneaker a couple weeks ago. So um yep. I think he is I think he's moving around. I think right now he just can't do a Travis Scott concert how he wanna do it. I'm not saying he won't hop on stage or nothing, but uh, a Travis Scott show, I just I don't I don't think I don't think venues are ready for that yet. Man, I, I'm still kind of curious if they trying to figure something out so at the, the shit that happened at Astro World won't happen again. So I wonder if they're trying to figure something out with that. But uh, I think he's still moving around. He's still going to do his verse. He's probably going to get way more songs from Travis Scott right now. But uh, as far as shows, I just don't see it yet. Yeah, I'm wondering when he's going to drop the album, man, because that Utopia album, I feel like it was supposed to have been out at this point. Um, but with the Astroworld tragedy, of course, pushed everything back. Um, now, I, I got to say, man, the fact that all these concerts have been going off without any kind of controversy, like Rolling Loud, like you, you can't say the Cardi crowd ain't just as crazy as the Travis Scott crowd, man, okay? Mm-hmm. If that nigga could do a show and a tour and not get canceled or not have big controversy about it. I feel like Travis Scott could, but I also feel like they're scared that there's going to be some people lost to hunting. You know, any minor incident that happens at a Travis Scott show will get blown up. Oh, somebody passed out and got stepped on. Oh, it's happening again. Oh, Astral World Part 2. So I think they're mainly scared of that. I don't think they're scared of, like, the, somebody getting hurt so much they are of just, you know, a controversy coming of somebody who just wants to make a big deal out of it or maybe get some money and they can't do anything about it. So I don't know. It's a tough situation, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. And I'm wondering how um, Travis Scott will even go forward with how you do concerts because yeah. the way he did the Travis Scott, the um, the uh, Astro World concert was craziness, mobbing and 
mosh pit, fighting, you know, just that type of stuff and passing out. That was kind of the theme of the going to a Travis Scott concert. I hate mm-hmm. to say it that way, but that was kind of the theme. So I'm kind of curious to see how, you know, is he going to encourage the rage? So, yeah. It's- oh, it, it's going to be completely different, man. He, number one, I think he's going to take a break after every song and, and, and make, hey, everybody okay? Y'all good out there? Um, anybody need water? Um, he might give everybody a button to press if there's something going wrong. Like, you press this red button if you can't breathe. It might, <laughs> and, man, it might be a, um, a damn doctor or some type yeah. of medical person in there for each person that's in that concert. So yeah. You don't have like, like a 200. team of doctors on stage with him. Yes. They're going to stage dive into the crowd if something happens. <laughs> I can see so, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But we'll yeah. see. Um, I think, you know, it, it looks like I don't know what's where the legal proceedings are with the Astroworld stuff, but I feel like we've kind of moved past it as a you know, we we move past things quickly in, in, in this social media era. So I think people are ready for new music from him. Um, the shows, I don't know yet. We'll have to see. He'll have to work himself into that. Yeah. But I think, I want to say by next year, I think they definitely will be some more Travis Scott shows and maybe the album. I think the album's going to come out this year. But next year, I think he'll be on a full comeback run, yeah, I feel. I agree, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, I like the song with Nav. So check that out if you a fan of the brown boy like I am. Um, and also Trippy Red Offset and Money Bag Yo got a song called Big Fourteen. Offset, who is uh on his own, I guess, yeah. after uh, his two bandmates left him in Amigos. So he jumped on his track with um Money Bag Yo and Trippy Red. I bumped this song right before the podcast, man. I like the song, dog. I mean, it's trippy red. You you know what you're gonna get from him. Offset came through, did his thing. I thought money back, yo. It's it's the song is what you think it would sound like. Okay, I'll put it like that. Yeah. But I liked it, man. What what did you think about it? I liked it too, man. I had no problem. I think shit, to be honest, the Migos probably should have broke up a long time ago, man. Yeah, it like before everybody, culture three, maybe. Yeah, it seemed like everybody <laughs> making good music now, man. It seemed like everybody making some slaps, so. Yeah, man, I was cool with this. Um, to me, it was kind of a different sound for Trippy Red. It seemed like this was more of a radio sound. Yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't expect this. I, I was expecting some, some, um, some Playboy Cardi type sound. But mm-hmm. I actually liked the song, man. It's, I, I think it's dope. Yeah, I thought it was cool too, man. Cool little, uh, little summer jam, I guess. That summer kind of winds down now. So, yeah. Um. Now, oh yeah, R.I.P. We gotta say R.I.P. to, of course, the the great Bill Russell passed away. I believe at 88 years old. Also, um, Michelle Nichols or Nichols, who uh, played Uhura in the original 66 Star Trek, and she was also in the movies as well. Um, she passed away. Um, so R.I.P. to both of them, two black legends, man. Yeah. Um, people who broke barriers. You know, of course, Bill Russell playing in the super racist Boston in the 60s and winning 11 championships at that. And uh, Nichelle, who kissed a white man on <laughs> on national TV and uh, upset a whole lot of people with that. 
But um, yeah, a, a legendary show. I'm I'm a Star Trek fan actually. I like Deep Space Nine really? a lot. Okay. Um, and, and I, I fuck with the show. I fuck with the movies. Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm I'm a big Star Trek fan, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was definitely she was definitely somebody who broke barriers. Um, and it was a sad sad to see them go. But they were older, they lived a full life. So what can you say, man? Yeah. R.I.P. to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not you're not on board with the oh my god, Bill Russell. Dang, j- just this year is just getting so awful right now. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I hate that, man. Like people who are and I didn't see to be fair, I didn't see too much of that here, but I've been seeing it a lot lately. Yeah. People are like, oh, 2022 sucks. 80-year-old person died. Oh, uh, What's her name from Golden Girls? What was her name? Who died? Betty, Betty White. White. Yeah. <laughs> People were acting upset because Betty White died. Like, dog, she was a hundred something, man. It was going to happen eventually. Yeah, she was ninety nine. So, <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, she was right about to turn a hundred. That's yeah. right, because they made a magazine about her turning a hundred, and then she yes. died for the magazine. <laughs> yes. Before her birthday, that was like getting ready for the birthday party. And yeah. She didn't even make it, man. I, I couldn't believe they they had a rollout like that for a almost 100 year old woman. Like, did you really think it wasn't yeah. possible that she might die before that? Yeah. A, a strong wind can kill you at 99. Let's be real. <laughs> Going outside, any kind of you get bit by a mosquito, that that might be the end of you, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, for real, so, you can catch a cold, and that could be it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any you, you eat the wrong meal. Yep. You, anything can kill you at 99. So the fact that they built that up and had a whole rollout for a hundredth birthday, come on, man. That was very, very silly of them to do. So yeah. But yeah, RIP, man. Still, still sad to see the legends go, even though, you know, everybody goes at some point. They lived a long life. So yeah. and the great thing about Bill Russell, man, Bill Russell never seemed like he was like out of it, dog. Yeah. He anytime he was I saw him on around. TV, he seemed very lucid and yeah. Like he didn't seem like a guy who was just wasting away and didn't like, you know, some people you see, they got dementia. They don't really know where they are. It's kind of hard to see them. But Bill Russell always seemed like he was very, he you was, know, he was just at like the he was, he was just at the dunk contest. And yeah. He was pissed. <laughs> I think Jalen Green was looking awful and he was just kind of <laughs> shaking his head. Just like he, he looked like he was pissed. Like, what the fuck am I watching? And I think he might have left early. Yeah, probably it was past yeah. that time. No, nah, it's it's crazy because like obviously I ain't grow up watching Bill Russell, but I feel like he's been a part of my NBA life. No, like, definitely. Me, me watching the NBA, I felt like Bill Russell was always he was there the the whole time. Like it wasn't like a player from it wasn't like Bob Cousy or some shit where um he kind of disappeared, but it was like oh yeah, Bob Cousy was good back in the day. It's like Bill Russell was always there. He was at every All Star game. He was all you. You seen a whole bunch of um, like pictures and videos of him talking to Jordan, Kobe, and all type of players, man. And yeah, man, it's just it, it's like damn, man. It's it's crazy. Somebody like that that I didn't, I never even watched play live, and you know, back in that time, it was still around like this. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Bill Russell will live forever in pointless NBA debates as well. 
because his name always comes up when you have LeBron versus Jordan. Okay, Jordan has six rings, so he's better than LeBron. Then that person brings up also oh, Bill Russell's the best of all time, right? He has eleven rings. He oh, pl- he played against sixteen. Yeah, he played against sixteen <laughs> back then. Yep, <laughs> the, the debate that never ends. The rings versus whatever. So yes, he his name will always come up till the end of time in the debates about championships and best player of all time. Because, hey, if you think six is better than four, 11 is better than six. So Bill Russell's the best player of all time, right? <laughs> okay. So, yep. RIP Bill Russell, RIP Nichelle Nichols. And, uh, yeah. So moving on to um, topics that happened this week. Um, where should you start with? Uh, oh, yeah, we'll start with the breaking news, I guess. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson broke up. Yeah, I ain't see that coming. <laughs> that was kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm over here looking at my imaginary watch. <laughs> like, damn, what the fuck happened? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I look. People was the contract up against... or no? Nah? <laughs> what? Go ahead. What you con- say? Was the contract up or no? Nah? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it, man, because sometimes I really want to think like, okay, not all these celebrities got to be faking it, man. Some of this shit got to be real. But whenever I see something like this happen, it's like, okay, <laughs> it, it just seems fake. Because number one, y'all are all out in public. Y'all are doing this lovey-dovey stuff. You're, he's getting his her name tattooed and shit. It's, they're always in the news doing some shit. And then like a week later, they break up. So it's like, and you was just on keeping up with the Kardashians talking about how great this dude is. And now it's over. <laughs> so whenever that shit happens, same thing with Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. It just seemed like it's some PR stunt, man. It's hard to believe. But I mean, I don't know. I want I wonder what the reason was. Like I I I'm not too much of a fucking nosy ass celebrity care about their life shit, but I wonder what happened because I mean, was it Kanye and getting involved? Did he have something in his master plan to break them up? I don't know, but it's weird. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting how. I guess, I guess it just came out of nowhere, man. <laughs> like it, it'd be one thing if it was like, oh, they having problems or something more. You know what I mean, but they seemed like it seemed like everybody was just pumping them up. Um, people was trying to say, "Oh, look, look how happy she is now that she's away from Kanye," and they was just doing everything to kind of um, shit on Kanye a little bit. And it's like, yeah, see, that's how she want. See, I want a man like that, and all this other stuff. And now it's just like they broke up. Yeah. Um, Holly Rich Worshipper says them Kanye threats might have gotten too real. Yeah, maybe he sent the, the GDs after Pete and scared him. Maybe Larry Hoover connects. Like, maybe that was the deal. Maybe they said, okay, do this free Larry Hoover concert and we gonna have your back deal with Pete Davidson. Yeah. Maybe that was part of the contract with them. I don't know. Maybe they scared him off. I don't. I have no idea. But, Yeah. So, R.I.P. Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian relationship lasted all of, it seemed like, a month. I guess it was like nine months. It don't seem like it was that long. Yeah. But 
It seemed yeah, like it was short. It, I feel like it was shortly after he, um, I guess, the Jesus is King album. Like, yeah, after that, that's when it seemed like it. They, uh, that's when they like officially broke up or some shit, and then they got together. I don't know, but <laughs> because remember, remember, um, Kanye was just saying he's trying to get his marriage back, and that was on the um, that was on Nori podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you've been saying that. I mean, he goes back and forth with that. Yeah. For a while, he was saying he was trying to get it back, and then he was saying, okay, he's he moved on. He knows it's over. He just wants to take care of the kids. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't it's, know. It's saying, like, after that, that's when she got with Pete. So Yeah, yeah and I will say, too, like, I 100% believe the Julia Fox thing was a PR stunt because I feel like ever since Julia Fox was in that one-month relationship, She's been everywhere in these tabloids, man. Every week, I ooh, look what Julia Fox wore down to New York to get a fucking bagel. It's like, who gives a fuck, man? Julia Fox should be like a D-list celebrity, dog. She was in one movie that I know of, which was uh, uh, that shit with fucking Adam Sandler. What was it called? Um, what was that fucking movie called with Kevin Garnett? Now I'm forgetting it. Oh, Uncut uh, Gems. Yeah. Uncut Gems, yeah. I mean, that was the one movie she was in that I know of. I didn't, even, and, I didn't even know who she was like that to begin with. And yeah. He got with her. I'm just like, oh, damn, maybe he's some celebrity I'm not really hip to. So, yeah. But every week it seemed like she her picture is floating around in some crazy dress she's wearing. I'm like, why is she this famous? You know, <laughs> nothing she's done besides fuck with Kanye for like a week has warranted any of this. But for some reason, she's always in these tabloids that I see in my fucking timeline. Um, Hirish worshiper says she he thinks it started with Kim's appearance on SNL. Yeah, it did. She confirmed yeah, that. Yeah. Um, they did a skit on SNL and blah blah whatever. Who cares? But <laughs> they, they hooked up after that, and now I guess it's over. So hey, at least you got to hit Kim Kardashian. I ain't mad at it. Yeah. No, Pete Davidson low key has a pretty fire hit list, man. I'm yeah. envious of it. It yeah. seemed like he's on fucked every fine bitch in Hollywood. Yeah. And he ain't got no kids, so he's good. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like, um, like to me, dude ain't even funny. He's not. So I kind of respect him a little more because you know he ain't laughing the girls out they draws. So I, I kind of respect it a little more because it'd be one thing if if it was Chris Tucker back in the day or something and he mm-hmm. getting all these chicks. And it's like, oh shit, okay, I get it. He he, because girls love funny niggas. Well, it's like this dude ain't even that damn funny. So, uh, yeah, it, he's the plug. I'm convinced he's the plug. They all fucking the plug. He probably they that's probably how they meet. And then uh, Pete felt up the big fat fanny. He did. Yeah. He did. That's one of my favorite sayings, by the way. The Ice Cube and uh, fucking today was a good day. Felt up the big fat fanny and killed the poo nanny. I what made this nigga think of Fanny? I know. Like, even back in the 90s, nobody called an ass a Fanny. This nigga said, built up the big fat Fanny. <laughs> and then the, the clean, ver- the clean uh, versus, my Jimmy go deep. So deep. <laughs> 1950s ass <laughs> words for fucking ass and dick yeah. big fat fanny and my jimmy went deep 
and, and Pooh Nanny. People were saying Pooh Nanny, I guess, back in the 90s. Yeah. But nobody was saying Fanny. That was just funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ice Cube, man. Um, other things that happened this week, dog. Um, oh, let, let's do a uh, Beyonce follow-up. Um, number one, I guess the chart data is in. And Beyonce's Renaissance album to debut to debut at number one on the U.S. albums chart with 335k units sold first week. It marks the first number one album in 2022 by a female artist. Okay, I mean, is that sale seem kind of low to you? 335,000. I think so, man. And to me, that's not a knock on Beyonce. I just think. I don't know if the music game need to kind of reevaluate the, um, I guess, sales and all that stuff because it seemed like a lot of, a lot of big time artists dropped something. Um, Kendra dropped something; it was kind of low, but we kind of blamed it a little bit on the content and the lack of promotion. But Beyonce, she she gave us a month head start on top of a, a kind of a poppy dance record. And um, to me, this is kind of low, man. But m- maybe it's not her. Maybe it's just the w- the world we in right now, where may- maybe they need to reevaluate what a stream is. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Because her and Kendrick had a whole rollout for their albums. Kendrick dropped a video. Beyonce dropped a single like a whole month before the album came out. Yeah, sold physicals, vinyls, bundles, all the shit. And only did three thirty five. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm one, and man, see, you know, we do it often where it's like, oh, they flopped, or you know, it wasn't good. But I wonder, is this the way of the music game, man? Because Beyonce is up there when it comes to this, and if she only doing three three hundred thousand first week, like, I mean, who else can do better than that? <laughs> I was. I mean, I'm leaving all the country artists out. I don't know what Drake. They Drake was did 600 with CLB, man. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Over 600. I, I mean, his that. last album, of course, didn't do nearly that. But I mean, that was a surprise album. That was a fucking dance album. But CLB did over 600. When did CLB well, I don't come see- out? Uh, that, that came out uh, 21, 2020. Last year, yeah. 2021. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of curious now, man. Mm-hmm. So I I don't understand like maybe I I I want somebody in the music industry to break this down for me because I felt like with the hype this album was going into it, like I don't give a shit about sales man it's just fun to speculate but I felt like it should have been a lot higher yeah. and it seemed like she put out all the stops to make sure she had a a higher selling or highest charting album she could put out and and it did three thirty five so hmm, maybe just yeah. music's different now maybe it's just hard to sell. At this point, but I, I think so, yeah. man. I think so. They might. I could see them eventually spiking up what a stream is, so they can. Um, I guess so they could get more sales. Maybe they're gonna double it up or something. I don't know. But Beyonce selling three hundred thousand. I I did not expect that. Especially with this album. This wasn't. A, if it was a surprise album, then I would understand it. But. Um, she she gave us a month head start with a single, yeah. So I I yeah I don't know man I, I, because I don't want to say people tired of Beyonce or 
the album just sucked. But this was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I guess music is just different now. And I'm sure, I mean, she was still debuted number one, of course. And I mean, I'm sure at the end of the year, it'll be one of the highest charting albums of the year, not the highest. Yeah. But I'm kind of surprised, man. I, I thought with the success of the single, it will be higher, but music's different, I guess. Holly Rich Worshipper says, Ice Cube also said, Nappy Dugout. I love Nappy Dugout, dog. I still use Nappy Dugout today. We're talking about some shit, just fucking around. Like, I'm going to kill that nappy dugout tonight. She get all upset. No, every woman hates that, by the way. <laughs> you fucking call some pussy some nappy dugout, dog. Ice Cube was on some other shit, man. I don't know how he was writing these songs, dog. He had to be on one. Nappy dugout. That's just a funny saying. But... <laughs> um, in other Beyonce news... Apparently, she has faced a little bit of controversy. Um, she had to edit her album after blowback from using a slur. And now when I say slur, you might be thinking that she said the F word. It wasn't the N word, of course, because we never call that a slur when a black person says it. But <laughs> it, it could have been the R word. It could have been uh, something transphobic. No, she said spaz. Um, and apparently that was, that was, uh, <laughs> that was offensive to, uh, special needs people. Yeah, um, cause I guess that's a slur used to call somebody who's spastic or erratic in their behavior, a spaz. Yeah. Um, this, I, I think we actually had this conversation with, um, what's her name? Uh, Lizzo. Because yeah, and that's the same thing happened to her, yeah. which is surprising that this even made it to the album after that controversy, because there's no way. It's really strange that out of everybody on her team, nobody caught that and said, wait a minute, yeah. we don't want to have a repeat of what just happened with Lizzo's album a few weeks ago or months ago when she dropped it and had to fucking delete that yeah. and apologize. Yeah. So, yeah, Beyonce had to apologize and change the lyric because it was offensive to people with special needs apparently or um they call it ableism yeah i <laughs> so. i never heard that and i worked with special needs kids for years yeah. man and i never um i never but i don't know maybe i just wasn't around or something. i never even associated that word with special needs i don't know i yeah. see i used to use you know i'm a former rapper so i used to use it a couple times like if I'm just wilding out type of thing, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I just never knew it was like an offensive term, man. <laughs> like I don't know. We just use it. It's like a word for wilding. Like when you say, "Oh, he wilding out," mm -hmm. or if he rapping, you're like, "Oh man, he's spazzing." Or that's how I kind of used it as I never associated with special needs. Okay, um, I'm looking up because I, I don't want to misrepresent what the complaint is here. And apparently, uh, spaz is a derogatory term used against people with spastic diplegia, a common form of cerebral palsy. And yeah, uh, somebody said my cerebral palsy. And yeah, I mean... So who part of me I'm I'm kind of curious how it was um I guess how it was uh used. Like how how do people do people just be using that word to 
kind of shit on people like that or like I never I'm I'm tr- I'm kind of confused because when you when we talk about the F word, you know, the F mm-hmm. word that's banned or kind of banned. We know why people was kind of using that. Like it it was clear as day that people would use that towards a certain demographic of people. So were people using that word towards a certain demographic of people with, you know, with special needs? I mean, look, I'm I'm of the opinion that if I'm not in the community, I have no right to deem what's offensive to them or not. So, like, I understand retarded, man. There was a time when we used to use retarded in every day, like, what the fuck are you retarded? But I understand, yeah. man, because yeah, I was around when people who were had special needs and Down syndrome were called retarded. And I know it's a hurtful term and I know it's fucking like you just can't say that shit, man. So I understand that. So I'm not part of the cerebral palsy community, so I don't know yeah. like what they consider offensive, but it's not my place to say. So yeah. I understand. I'm not like it's not the end of the fucking world, man. Like I agree that the way we use it in songs, like NERD got a song called "Spaz Out," yeah, and released in 2008. Yeah. Nobody said anything about it then. I don't believe, yeah. but it's also a different, you know, times are different, I guess. But like, look, we I, we know Beyonce didn't mean it in a de- derogatory or offensive way at all. Yeah. But it, I mean, if you if you just think that's offensive, and like I said, I'm not part of the community. Who am I to say, you know, to fight for us to use it? I don't care about the word that much. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> just, so, just say wilding out or something. Yeah. Or going crazy. I mean, there's other words to use. And yeah, I mean, people want to say like, oh, this is, now we can't say anything. Like, look, man, it's... I, I, I just don't care enough, to be honest, man. Like, uh, I, I don't care about the word to fight for it. To, like yeah. this is a word we don't even use in our regular everyday language, man. Yeah, and it was like a lazy lyric to begin with. Spaz on that ass. Yeah, like, it, it was a shit lyric to begin with, man. It's not like it was fucking crucial to the meaning of whatever the fuck she was trying to say. Yeah. So this ain't yeah. this ain't like um, Meek Mill when he had that. Well, I, I remember we we actually talked about remember the Meek Mill line he mentioned Kobe or something. I forgot what it was uh, going down. Like he said something and um, people was like, man, it's just, it's just hip hop. It's just hip hop. And we were, I think we was talking about it. We like the, the bar wasn't even that fire anyway. Ain't like he needed that bar because remember, he, I forgot what he said, but remember Vanessa Bryant came out and said, Mr. Mr. Meat Mill, I don't appreciate you mm-hmm. using that or whatever, but. Like, just find something else, man. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, times are different, man. Like, I don't know. It's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we accepted back in the day that we don't accept anymore. So, like, I, I'm just, I don't care if to cause a war about it, man. People want to call this cancel culture. People want to say people are just too offended. Maybe. But also, I mean, there's something to be empathetic about people who are suffering through things and, I just don't care enough to fight for it, man. I'll just say that much. Yeah. Um, Anapleptic, I think I'm saying his name right, is saying, you you think there's an old saying about creativity, you mean enough people, you stop saying bad words, don't need to be told, and you're encouraging brand new words. Yeah, um, yeah I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, look, people, the, the culture will change with the times, as it always does. 
You know, certain things like not even a few, just a few years ago, rappers said the F word all the time in raps. And now you never hear it. You heard Kendrick say it in a way he was trying to make a point about it. And people still got mad about it. Yeah. So uh, people learn and art will change with the time. So yeah. it is what it is. He man. also made so, a, He also, um, I'm going to pull this comment up too. Um, um, why can't artists invent new words? <laughs> pretty much, and I can, I'm kind of down with that, man. Because shit, look at look what Nelly did. I don't even know if he invented this, but the tip drill <laughs> term. Yeah, like I think that's cool. I, don't, I mean, I don't think that's offending anybody, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, or any community. So I think make, maybe rappers and artists need to get a little more creative and create a word or something. Yeah, like pushing P. You know, I still don't know what the fuck that or, means, man. I watched his explanation about it. I still don't get it. But what about yeah? Bling, what about Cash Money? Uh, bling bling. <laughs> yeah, he invented the term. Remember, he reminds us every single minute he can. But yeah, I mean, look, artists will <laughs> drunk says Nelly invented tip drill for sure. Yeah, you had to, man. I never heard that shit before. But um, yeah, I mean, look. Artists will be creative. Like I said, I think songwriting is dead, period. But hopefully this will just encourage people to just, hmm, I guess, be more mindful, I guess. But like I said, I'm more surprised that it still made the album. Because yeah. people had to have known it's going to be an issue after what Lizzo went through. Yeah, we actually had so, this conversation. It was uh, it was a big deal. Because yeah. I think at the time, I had no idea that was an offensive word. So um, I would have thought her peoples would have said, ah, let's take that out. Like, don't put that in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it got through the entire team and nobody said, hold up, this could be a problem. And Epileptic says, AI can write songs people people will be terrified to enjoy. Can it really? I mean, I've seen AI write scripts and I've seen AI do pictures. So is this something we want to encourage? Hmm? This is how Skynet started. Have you seen Terminator 2? (laughs) This is how it starts, okay? We need to dial back this AI shit. I'm not fucking with it, okay? I don't want to fight against machines. They're too powerful, okay? I'm not down with it. <laughs> um, in other Beyonce news, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, she did delete the sample, apparently, from Khalees. And Khalees seems to be happy about it. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, I'm, at, I'm look, I ain't going to lie. Like, we, we talked about it last week. We ain't got to get deep into it again, but. I'm a little disappointed, man. I'm, I thought, I thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't trying to put the blame on Beyonce, but I'm a little disappointed. I thought they would have worked something out, man. I, because, you know, obviously Khalees was upset, which she had the right to be. And um, I thought Beyonce probably would have tried to make it right or something, or maybe say, here, I'll give you this, or let me put you on this. I thought it would have been some type of agreement where, we can move on and stop the stop all the drama. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure if Khalees was saying, nah, fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't care. You don't need to give me anything. I just don't want you to use. I, like, I don't know what happened. But I was I was a little disappointed that it came to this where she just took it off. Like, I thought it would have been some type of, you know, handshake agreement or hugs and kisses or something. My bad. And, you know, we got to lift each other up type thing. So I'm a little disappointed that she took it off. I mean, that's the easiest thing to do. Um, look, if you if she had a problem with it, 
it was easy enough to take off. Maybe Beyonce didn't think Khalees would take it the way she did, but now that she did, like I guess she thought it was really no point in trying to mend the fence. And yeah. she just said, fuck it, I'll take it off. And Khalees seems to be fine with it. So yeah. I'm fine with it too. I mean, I now I don't want to hear nothing else from Khalees about this. I'll say that much. Because at that point, it'll be clout chasing. You had a problem with the sample. It was removed. Case closed. Yeah. Okay? I don't want to hear nothing else about this. I mean, you could talk about Pharrell and your contract and all that stuff all you want. You're fair to do that. But leave Beyonce out of it now. Because Beyonce took the sample off. Yeah, she, gave, she gave her no your more. shit back. Yeah. She, she gave it back. So what else is it to talk about at this point? Yeah. So, yeah, so. but. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, man. I'm not I'm not losing sleep over it, but you know, last week we was like, oh shit, they probably gonna work something out where she get mm-hmm. paid or something like that. Because that's kind of the that's kind of what Jay Z and Beyonce do. They kind of look out for other artists and all that stuff. Yeah. But clearly it's it's deeper than it's deeper than rap. <laughs> so it, I'm sure it probably got something to do with Pharrell too. And, you know, I don't know if Khalees is blackballed or what, but clearly they don't want nothing to do with Khalees. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Tab says, you love how everything Beyonce does is in silence. She does shit with no statements or social media posts. I like the way she moves very Jay-Z. Like, yeah, she does. Um, I think Jay-Z influenced a lot about what she is today, including like not saying shit, not speaking to nobody, not being on social media, not replying to fans, being very secretive. I think that's very Jay-Z like. Um, so I, I think yeah. it's I think it's kind of smart on Beyonce part because um like I can't remember the last interview Beyonce did. Was it Probably for her Wonders? documentary. Yeah, however long not, ago not, that was. No, not even that. I'm I'm talking about in like a radio interview setting or. That was I been forever. Probably 106 in Park when she was with Destiny Child or some shit. When she was, uh, I know she did an interview when she was pregnant and her fucking fake belly collapsed and it was embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Maybe she stopped after that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot all about that. And I didn't. And- <laughs> I, I just remember Wendy, that shit. Like, yeah, just admit you got a surrogate Beyonce. It ain't no yeah. big deal. She ain't have to fucking walk around with a fake pregnant belly. Yeah, Wendy Williams so. didn't forget that either. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why she ended up how she is now. Oh, damn near dead. The beehive got to her. Yeah. Drunk says, I agree. Beyonce could have did something to fix it. I mean, supposed to be Queen B. Yeah, but I mean, Figgy, you made the point about how she don't owe Khalees nothing. And she didn't even have to make the call to clear it or have anything to do with it. So at that point, why should it be on you to reach out and try to fix it? You know, yeah. if Beyonce is so busy that she can't even make a call to Khalees before the shit comes out, then I guess she's too busy to try to fix it. So just take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or either, or like I said, I don't know what happened. Maybe Khalees was, you, you, have you ever met somebody that just don't want to work it out? Like mm-hmm. you use their shit and they just like, I don't care. Like, no, no, no. Like you can't convince them to say yes. And you just had no choice but to just give them the money back or whatever it is. I don't know if it was a situation like that. I don't know if Khalees would have agreed to something and say, okay, we good now. Where Beyonce was forced to just take it off so she could just move on. I'm not sure. Maybe that was it. I don't know. But, um, like I said, I would have thought, you know, because we don't really see this type of drama when it comes around Beyonce. 
uh, she took somebody's stuff, and that hit the headlines heavy, and the whole slur and all that stuff. So it seemed like she kind of wanted to keep everything kind of cool and clean. So I thought she would have, you know, to keep it cool and clean would have been to, hey, Khalees, my bad, or, <laughs> you know, let me hook you up with something more. Let me, let's work something out so you can get what you need or something. I don't know. I don't even know the agreement. I don't, I don't even know. But, um, yeah, I was kind of shocked that she just, you know, <laughs> took it off. I just knew she was just going to work something out. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Drunk asks, should artists get permission to use other artists' samples, whether they own the music or not? Um, I thought Khalees made a fair point. Khalees said, just give me a heads up, say what you're doing with it. And, and like I said, my issue was the fact that they put out the sample list before the album came out because I was using it as promo. And Khalees' fans were like, oh, shit. Beyonce got a song with Khalees and Tina Marie on a song. So what the, this might be epic. And then you listen to it and the sample's barely even there. But the fact that it was kind of used for promo is what kind of made me understand what Khalees' point was because Khalees' fan base said, are oh, you collaborating with Beyonce? And Khalees is like, no. Pharrell just took that music and fucking gave it to Beyonce. They put my name on it. So I understood what she was upset about. Um, I think a courtesy call could help. You know, it couldn't hurt. Yeah. I feel even if you're a super busy artist, give them a heads up. And you know, Beyonce can get Khalees' number or DM her. Say, hey, is what we're doing. Um, just want to like, give you a heads up. And then, I mean, if she had a problem, then you could have said, okay, fuck it, never mind. And avoid the whole controversy. But I don't know. I do think as a common courtesy, uh, artists should, even if the artist doesn't own the music, give them a heads up. Say, hey, we're using this. Just wanted to know, let you know. And yeah, yeah so I think to it, avoid things like I think this. it also speaks that they have no type of relationship too. Because yeah. let's say Beyonce wanted to um, sample, let's say, Let's say uh, I'm trying to think of somebody she was cool with. Somebody, let's say, let's say she wanted to put a Jeezy sample in there or something, and Jay Z got a relationship with Jeezy. You know, they, you know, he, they, they, he was under Def Jam and all that stuff. So she, she probably gonna make the call. Of G, she probably gonna have her husband call Jeezy and make sure everything is cool, even if he don't even own his music. They probably gonna get it clear, and then they probably gonna do that courtesy call because they had that relationship. Maybe, maybe it is no type of relationship with Khalees at all, where she felt like she could just, you know, go through Pharrell and keep it moving. Because I don't even, I don't even rock with this girl for real, <laughs> and Pharrell don't probably don't rock with this girl for real because she been. Uh, I was about to say the the s word. <laughs> she been wilding out. <laughs> she been wilding out on for real. So <laughs> why would I call her to say, "Hey, by the way, the song you don't own," you know, maybe, maybe, it, maybe it could be something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think just, it just go back to the relationships. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So I don't know. Whichever the case is closed, um, anapoleptic. I don't think you're ruining the show. But I will just say, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm reading your comments, and they seem to be not related to what we're talking about at all. Now, I'm down for a philosophical debate about the nature of media, uh, but not right now. 
So, <laughs> nah, you good, man. You good, man. Just uh, yeah, we, we appreciate we, you. Just, just stay on topic, man. That's all we ask, man. Stay on topic. We appreciate but, you uh, rocking with the show. We appreciate the feedback, whichever, man. Whichever you want to say to us. So, yeah. Um. Now, moving on. Uh, did you see that video of Wiz Khalifa berating that DJ? I did see that video. Let's go ahead and play that audio real quick. There's a link that you can scroll to the IG post. So apparently, Wiz Khalifa had a show in L.A. He had a new album come out, um, which is whatever. But apparently, he was doing an album release party at a club. There's a DJ named Poppy. Um, Wait, no, the club was called Poppy. Who's the DJ? Let me see. Uh, What's the DJ's name? I don't I wasn't familiar with the DJ, but he was giving him a handful. Oh, the DJ is Mikey Danger. So uh, Mikey Danger was doing a set. Apparently, uh, he was playing songs out of order. He wasn't playing the right songs. Wiz Khalifa got very upset. He went on a little bit of a rant. Berating this DJ. A lot of DJ community got upset about it. And this is what it sounded like here. What, um, you looking for the actual video or him talking about the video? Yeah, uh, uh, if you scroll down to TMZ, you see the video on it on Instagram. The No Jumper, okay. just play that. I got you. We're, we're still having technical issues with the fucking audio, man. But basically, he's calling a dude a bitch. He's saying he wants to fight him if he wants to fight. He's fucking, he slapped his his hat off at one point while he was performing. He was like, play my fucking music the right way. Kind of really going off in this DJ, man. Um, and a lot of people got upset, especially DJ community. Apparently, this guy is like pretty well known. So um, they were very upset about Wiz Khalifa's behavior, especially that since it seems like it's not even in Wiz Khalifa's type of behavior pattern. You know, this is the chill weed rapper, you know, but he spat. I almost said it again. I almost see I almost, yeah. now that we canceled the word. I want to say it. So yeah, I almost <laughs> is this is this how white people feel about the N word now that they can't say it. They want to say it. <laughs> say it i know man i almost said it <laughs> i almost said Dog, it. that's so that's so crazy because i never thought about saying this word but now i suddenly wanted to say yeah, it we were just sitting here like <laughs> use another fucking word guys there's no fucking big oh, deal man. yeah i almost said it too oh man <laughs> this is why everybody non-black wants to say nigga because they're told they can't say it now suddenly your subconscious starts working because yeah. <laughs> now I want to say the S word, but not the S word, but the S P word. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. But <laughs> so uh, apparently, Wiz Khalifa uh, had a, a a meeting with DJ Drama and uh, DJ Envy. <laughs> I guess it was a DJ Roundtable. And he Tab brings this up as well. He did an interview with uh, DJ Drama and DJ Envy, and he apologized for his actions. He looked very remorseful. He was like, he said what he did was uncalled for. Apparently, he tried to reach out to the DJ. The, re- the DJ didn't reach back at him. I, I guess he's pretty upset about the clip going viral. He looks like a bitch in the video. So it's rough, man. 
Drunk says, if I was at DJ, I would have roasted Wiz, bro. It's like 2022. Ain't nobody trying to hear no new Wiz. No, I feel that. But also, you got to keep in mind, man, this dude is in the industry. So if he does something against Wiz, I'm sure he's thinking like he could get blackballed. Yeah. So if this is his livelihood. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he just felt like he had to take it at that moment rather than fucking number one. Wiz's bodyguard is all up on him, too. In yeah. the video. And see, that's the stuff that people don't realize, man. These rappers be out here talking crazy. But yep. in the back corner, you might not even see it on the camera. It's probably a big ass bodyguard right there. Maybe two of them that's ready to whoop your ass if you lay a hand on that artist. And uh, I think Game was notorious for this when he uh, used to record people beating people up. And it would look mm-hmm. like it's just him, but it's like other niggas behind him too. So he make it look like it's just, you know, a, a random dude running away from one person. And at the end of it all, it's like, man, like it's it's a whole bunch of these dudes. <laughs> so like if I try to beat somebody up, I'm gonna get my ass kicked and or shot. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I mean uh, and that's what made Wiz look really weak. Like, you talking like you're going to fight this guy one-on-one when you know your bodyguard right there behind you. Yeah. So it, it looked really weak. Um, but what were your thoughts about this, man? What do you think about the actual um, assault, as people are calling it online, and his apology, like, a few days later with DJ Envy and DJ Drama? I wouldn't uh, see. I wouldn't go that far and say it's an assault, like, if I was the DJ, I probably wouldn't press charges or nothing like that. But I think it was very disrespectful, man. I, sometimes I feel bad for these DJs. I know DJs been getting a bad rap because they only play the shit they like or, you know, all this other stuff. But that man, it looked like he's in a, uh, some type of club or strip club or something like that. Who Like, it's so hard to play new music in a club like that, man, because you're trying to get the party going at this point and DJs pretty much play what works. So if it's a new song, like, like when was the last time you heard a new song out and about and you just got hype and you were just, Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. like most of the time you probably just listening to the song. I learned that years ago when I was performing and um, when I first got on stage, it was kind of uncomfortable because I'm performing, but people just standing there. And it's like, damn, like, that, that shit suck. But somebody told me, like, these people are actually listening to you. They don't know the song. So they just standing there listening. <laughs> and, you know, maybe maybe it did suck. I don't know. But, you know, it's hard to get hype and say all the words if you don't know the fucking song. So just imagine being in a club and, you know, this dude saying, play my new music. And, you know, it's like, man, we playing the old shit, man. <laughs> Like, people want to hear the old shit. People like the old classics. So, like, you know, the DJ got to get the party going, man. So I kind of understand where the DJ was coming from. I thought it was very disrespectful for Wiz to come at somebody like that. Man, you don't come at no grown-ass man like that. Somebody mm-hmm. that's doing his job. Unless you unless you sitting there paying the man to play your, your new music or something like that, then that's a different story. And still, I feel like that you don't come at nobody like that. That's that's too disrespectful, man. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, 
Drunk asks, do you think the DJ will get sympathy bookings from the situation? I mean, I don't think so. How, how are you going to promote that? Here's a DJ who got his ass talked down to in front if of it, everybody nah, on social if, media. If it was um, a, if it was a female, then she'll probably she oh get, yeah she get yeah put her cash app up. They probably donate to the cash app. Mm-hmm. But nah, a, a, a guy nah, suck it up, boy. Yeah, <laughs> but I do think DJ DJs will support this guy because I think they the community is is kind of galvanizing around him. They feel for him, and maybe this reflects like some things they've had to deal with themselves with the artists being irrational and talking crazy and they know they can't do nothing because you just a DJ. So, and I will say, I got to say Wiz's side of this story as well. Wiz says that he gave this guy a flash drive with songs to play a set list and he was just supposed to play it in that order. And this guy didn't do that. And he was not playing the right song songs playing over each other. And it was a mess. So, all we see is the aftermath of Wiz's reaction. We don't see exactly what led up to it. So I'm not saying he should have did what he did and reacted how he did, but we've seen why he was mad. Yeah. This reminds me of a clip from like Biggie performing in the nineties. Have you seen that? I think uh, if, if look, you can look it up on YouTube. Biggie gets really upset with the DJ because the music's all fucked up. People say that the heat might have melted the wax on the vinyl, but the uh, music he's playing is all fucked up. And Biggie gets really upset. He throws a water bottle at the dude, I believe. Like, he gets really mad and talks shit about this DJ. But the DJ was fucking up. So, like, if you're an artist performing and your set is all fucked up, there's nothing else you can do. Instead of, like, stand-up comedy, impromptu or some shit. Like, you got to entertain the audience, man. So, I'm frustration he definitely shouldn't act it out like that but look if you are artist you got to perform and you can't perform because the person playing your music is fucking shit up i get the frustration man oh yeah 100 percent. i just i just don't like the way he was talking to him man like talking about you beat him up and all this other shit it's just like come on man like and, unless it was some type of ill will to, uh, with the DJ or something that we don't know about, but yeah, I just I don't know about that, man. I just you can't talk to a grown man like that unless you ready yeah. to fight. Like you gotta be ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, it was he went overboard, but I can understand being upset with a DJ when your set's all fucked up. I can say that much. But look up the Biggie clip if you haven't seen it on YouTube. It's funny, man. Biggie talks, he fucking disses the shit out this guy, man. Throws water at him. It's kind of foul, but it's funny, man. Plus, it's Biggie, so everything he does is just funny. <laughs> but um, other things that happened this week, man, I guess we got to talk about Brittany Griner now. Um, she has been sentenced to nine years in the gulag. Um, uh, prison sentence. It was. It seemed like a pretty fucking quick trial. It was. I mean, <laughs> it's like she went to trial and like a week later she had a verdict. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she was sentenced to nine years. Now she's not going to serve that. They're going to get her back somehow with some kind of prisoner exchange. It's off to negotiations right now. But yeah, the sentence is fucking ridiculous, man. Look, I don't care how you feel about it that she broke the law, that she is her fault. Yeah, that's true. But nine years for a fucking vape pen is ridiculous, man. I don't care what you think. 
nine years. She never liked this country anyway. You seen her talking shit about this man. country? I don't care who it was. Like, I don't care if it was a non-celebrity I ain't never heard of. Yeah. Like, I would be like, fucking free that dude, man. Yeah. Nine or anybody who was stuck for nine years over some bullshit like that, man. Yeah. So that's, that's, I don't even care that it's Britney Griner. Anybody, yeah. any American who got stuck up like that or caught up like that, I would want them freed as well, man. I'd be like, do what you gotta do, man, because that's fucked up. If it was me, I would be like, nah, nigga, free me no matter who you gotta free. I don't care yeah. if you gotta free Osama bin Laden a second. Yeah. Get me out of here, man. So Yeah. And um, yeah, like we gotta remember, man, she got family and stuff too. She got a wife. Yeah. So look, man, I look, I know people saying, nah, we, you know, no trade because of that person Russia won't in return. But if I if that's my wife or you know my um my daughter or whoever, I'm like I don't give a damn who you give up, <laughs> like that's some bullshit, man. So it, it's very unfortunate, man. <laughs> yeah, drunk says she's gonna serve the nine years. That dog, she's not gonna serve the nine years, man. They're already negotiating prisoners to trade, so the fact that the negotiations are even happening lets you know Russia is open to negotiating a trade. So they're going to send some. They might have to overpay. Yeah, They're overchar- overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush, man. You see <laughs> what they're doing. But um, they're, dog, they're, they're going to find a way to get her home, man. I don't, I don't, it's not like Russia wants Brittany Griner, dog. Like They're, they're just using That's it to money, negotiate man. to get what they can. It's not like she's important to them to fucking keep. Yeah. You know? So they're, they're going to send her back to the United States. It's just a matter of what they're going to get for her. Yeah. And that's where the negotiation lies. But yeah, I think she's I, not going to. To be honest, I think you mentioned how they came up with a verdict real quick. They trying to they trying to leverage as much as they can. To, yeah. To get the United States to to give in, because they like that that was a quick ass verdict. Mm-hmm. So the nine years when they say sentence to nine years, that's making it even tougher. Whereas that's putting more pressure on the United States to. Say, all right, let's get this going. Let's let's work something out. So that that's all it is. Yeah. Drunk says Russia's just entertaining the trade. They got no intention of sending her back. Then why would they entertain it? Like, why why would you even say we want this guy back if you had no intention of sending? Her? Like, why even engage in a du- discussion if you had no intention to send her back? I don't think they care for her, man. I don't think it's a thing where you know. She can help them out in any type of way. Or something. We have to I hold just, this WNBA prisoner for the political power she holds. Like, think, they don't yeah. give a fuck, man. They got other things to worry about in Russia. I think, okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. So. They, yeah. Because I think, like I said, they just kind of came up on a lick and they see how important it is, how how we look at Brittany Griner over here. So they're like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, y'all cherish her over here. So we're going to hold on to her. Because I guarantee you, she if she was a nobody, she wouldn't have got no nine years for this. I mean, of course. I'm not saying I'm not saying she would have got all free, but she wouldn't have got nine years. <laughs> and and the way they did all of this, they wouldn't have did that. It's, it, this is the, I said it before. This is deeper than rap. They got one on the United States, and they trying to get their man's back. <laughs> yeah, um, drunk. I guess we just gonna disagree. Uh, you think they're not going to send Brittany Griner back. I'm, I'm fairly sure they are. They just want something in return, and they're going to have to overpay for her. 
But yeah, I, I, she's not gonna do the nine years. But we'll see. We'll see. Hey, I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if they, if twenty, they, if, I know <laughs> nine they, years from now. Now, if the United States just say, "Hey, man, we can't do it." Yeah, I guess she would do the nine years, but I think the United yeah. States would get her out before. Yeah, they, I don't think they unless they. I don't think they're gonna turn their back at this point or turn their back on her at this point. But how yeah. long, if she did nine years? How long before you think people would stop saying her name, and the campaign would yeah. end? Oh shit! It's twenty twenty two. Probably about. I don't want to make a joke about it. Yeah, it's not I'm not. Really funny, I'm not. Man. But people, man, look. People forget, man. Like, wasn't it earlier? Um, I think it. Was, I forgot what year. Uh, if it was last year, or what? But people were saying, um, Brianna Taylor. Say her name. Say her name. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Uh, no, no disrespect. I haven't heard her name in a long time now. <laughs> like I haven't came across a tweet that say, "Remember, hey, don't forget Brianna Taylor." I heard that all, what, was it 2020? I heard yeah. it all 2020. I heard it a little bit in 2021. I think just people just, they they move on, man, unfortunately. But to be fair, there was new news in Breonna Taylor's case. Uh, uh, the federal, the, the feds charged four cops uh, over her death this last week as well. So, oh, really? I haven't. But yeah, to, to your point, I hadn't heard about the campaign yeah. before that, okay. but- I mean, the fact that there does seem to be a pursuit for pursuit for justice here means that maybe it was effective. I don't know. But, yeah, there there is some actual developments happening there. But we'll see. Uh, Tab says, well, drunk says when she do get out, they're going to treat her like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not funny, man. But I mean, probably yeah. she she going um, I. I I would wonder what she would say. Um, number one, I want to know what Russia prison is like, man. I kind of want to see what she has to say about her experience there. Was she treated with any kind of reverence being a celebrity or did they not give a fuck? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, she would she would definitely get the Meek Mill treatment for a little bit. You oh, know? 100%. Yeah. So she yeah, probably hopefully number, she... She probably had the number one selling jersey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, so Honestly, that's probably what the WNBA need, man. They they need <laughs> they I mean, need a political prisoner they probably to come need, back to boost need, ratings. I Brittany mean, Griner's first WNBA game back would probably oh it'll probably rate higher than Monday Night Raw. I think I, I'm I, not gonna say yeah. an NBA game or let's say, <laughs> hey, let's say or you, even a baseball game. Hey, let's say you were in LA for the uh weekend and that was her first game back or something. And you had tickets, you'll probably be like, okay, she pl- that, that would be the storyline. Brittany Griner's first game back, right? So you would you would go to Brittany Griner's first game back. I wouldn't pay I wouldn't pay to go, but <laughs> I but I'm just saying if you had the tickets, that that would be the storyline, right? Yeah. You ain't going of to you ain't going to just to say, oh, okay, ain't nothing to do. You'll be like, yeah. oh shit, Brittany Griner playing. That's that's her yeah. first game. That's that's the storyline. And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if somebody like ESPN pick up that game and try to pump it up. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, Dog, yeah. it would be on it would be on ABC. Okay? They would <laughs> right. put it on national TV. Brittany Griner's first game back at WNBA. They would definitely make it a, a national spectacle. Yeah. Tab says if the USA gets Brittany Griner back, they have to federally legalize weed in all 50 states. Yeah, I'm down with that. No, I'm I'm on the boat as well. Hey, fuck it. If, if that happened, I'd be down with it. Yeah. But um I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Junk said we still wouldn't watch the full game. Of course not. Yeah. But look, man, 
shout out to WNBA I'm, players, man. Yeah. They got a rough. They they balling out what they can. It's just hard to watch as a basketball and, fan who's used and, to the NBA action, but they doing the best. Hey, the WNBA, the, the girls in the WNBA, man, they look kind of fine now, man. They they, Dog, they not really how though. it used to be back in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> like they. Actually, I mean, it's actually some good looking chicks. Dog, I feel like they just need to tone like they're so against lowering the rim. They gotta lower the fucking rim, man. Okay, they they gotta if they modify the game. They need to dump more, um, man. If they modify the game, because they already play with a fucking smaller ball. If they modify the game, maybe move the three point line a little closer than what it already is, and just change the rules to make it. Just different from regular basketball. Just hike the score up, man. Make it yeah. where it's easy to score, man. Like uh, offensive friendly. Every shot's worth three points. <laughs> make no, that's, this, a, that's a little bump, gimmicky. Bump the scores but up, yeah, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, but make it super exciting, man. Make it where yeah you you got way more dunks because it shouldn't be a highlight when a girl dunk. Like that should that should happen almost every night, man. I know we we need we need some WNBA highlights, man. They gotta lower that fucking rim, and they gotta start dunking on people. They gotta start working on the handle. Like it could be fun, but they just gotta. Their ego won't let them change the rules, and that's the problem. When there was a campaign, Paul Pierce said they should lower the rims, and they the, the players got mad at him. I'm like, I felt like he had a point. Uh, Drunk says I got Liz Cambridge OnlyFans. Yeah, it's free, but she'll be posting nothing fire on it. Uh, and also, I don't, I thought she got released, and she ain't even got a team right now. Yeah, so I think she quit. Or, yeah, yeah, she got in some hot fire about some shit she said about Nigerians or some shit. I don't know. She said something kind of racist, oh. and then uh, she got released. So yeah, I don't think she even in the WNBA right now. Um, Anapleptic asked, "Do they get a call in Russian prison?" I doubt it. I mean, why the fuck would they, man? I it's mean, Russia. They, they, they don't play around with that. Yeah. Prisoners ain't got look. They they ain't, about to, get, is, they ain't about to give look. her no phone call. Yeah, like she probably you know, they probably let her write letters and all that stuff, but they're not giving her no phone call, man. I don't know. Maybe maybe for her, but I will say like prison in America is different from prison in a lot of the world, man. Like we think prison here is pretty fucked up, and it is, but. In other countries, they don't give a fuck. There is no prisoners' rights, man. Yeah, like, Russia is. I think Russia or somewhere over there in Europe is really fucked up, man. Yeah, because this niggas in prison now that's actually living good, man. Some mm-hmm. of these niggas living better than people out here, where they, you know, they could they could you know get family to come there. They get money. You yeah, know, some of them, some of them have fucking cell phones and games and mm-hmm. shit like that. So some of them. That's why niggas be liking to go back. Don't mind going back to jail. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But other countries, you don't want to get locked up in, man, because they don't give a fuck. Even if you're American, they don't give a fuck. You don't have no rights. And they just throw you in the fucking dank ass cell. Yep. You just got to sit there and rot. Yeah. So I, I knew somebody who got locked up in another country. Uh, I want to say it was like uh, it was some type of like Jamaica or something like somewhere over there. It, it, it was one of those type of tropical countries, but um, they you say they prison they jail was awful, man. Like they they literally had dirt floors. <laughs> like that's that's terrible, man. So yeah, 
I mean, I don't think you got no dirt floors. And I'm not saying it's all nice and clean and pretty. They give you a bed and a toilet, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's more lift, you get in livable. some places. Yeah, you're not living on dirt, sleeping mm-hmm. on dirt and shit. Hollywood worshiper says North Korea, no joke. Yeah, remember that story about that dude who got caught up with the propaganda charge? That American. And then he was caught over there. They finally got him back. Like, he was all fucked up. He was missing teeth. They think they poison like they did some crazy shit to this dude, man. Damn. And so yeah, some countries they don't give a fuck, man. They'll they will torture, they will beat your ass. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't complain to nobody. You just gotta take it. So yeah. Um now I won't say we're our jail is too comfortable. I I gotta draw the line there, man, because jail is still fucked up. I mean, I I've sat in jail for a night, and yeah, it wasn't fucking the worst experience ever, but it's still like fuck. It was fucking a, just a shitty experience, man. Yeah. Anytime you have your freedom taken away, and you're just fucking, you have no especially for some bullshit like a a weed charge, man. Yeah. And then you got cities where it's legal, and then you got caught with something. Now you got to be in jail for months or years over the shit. I ain't gonna go that far, but I I understand what you're saying, man. Yeah, no, no. I think some people do feel like it's not that bad because I I had some homeboys who ended up in back in prison, and it was like, hey, what's up, my nigga? They knew everybody in there. They're like, hey, what's good? And like, it sounded like they was on fucking vacation, and I'm just like, what? Like, but then you got some other people, like you know, our friend of the show, uh, RTN Shank, who said jail was the worst thing ever. Like, yeah. It was awful. He never want to go back. And I think he keeping his word, man. He doing pretty good. Some people, you know, when you in jail, man, you have no privacy. You out there, you know, when you shower, you got shower with everybody. <laughs> and, you know, other is other grown it's all grown men in there. Everybody stink. And it's it's awful, man. Who want to you want to be in there for 9 years, man? No criminal scared to go into American jail. It's like, uh, see, man, I think you go a little too far, Trump. Like, jail is shitty for people who are used to freedom, okay? Now, you're right. Some people don't give a fuck about prison. You got your homies there, and you don't give a fuck. El Chapo and um, Pablo, they they were terrified of jail here. (laughs) They was terrified of uh, getting caught up in, in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't say they're not scared. Like nobody wants to go to jail. Well, some people just don't give a fuck. But those are insane people who should be locked up, probably. If you don't give a fuck about going to jail, yeah, they. I but, think people that don't give a fuck about going to jail, they, they, the mind is fucked up. Yeah, where they feel like that's normal <laughs> to live like that, and obviously once they get out, that's why they keep going back because they in exactly. jail mindset. They're indoctrinated, man. Watch Locked Up Abroad like drunk. I know what you're saying, dog. I know foreign jails are worse than American, okay? I know that. But I'm not saying we need to be like them, okay? That's where I'm drawing a line. Like, I still think you should treat human beings humanely. I'm not saying you got to give them a TV and a fucking cell phone. I think that's going too far. But I don't think you got to treat somebody like complete garbage because they're a prisoner either, okay? Let them get beat up. Let them get fucking raped. Like, nah, man. And I think you should separate the fucking serial killers and fucking people who are 
doing the hard time for hard crimes and put them away from people who are doing like time for yeah. soft shit. Yeah. Because a lot of prisons, they put them all together. And that's what really fucks people up, man. Because you come out not even a criminal and you leave and you're fucking now that's suddenly all you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just crazy, man. I don't know you're talking, but we have long yeah. discussion about prison, man. I'm know, ready to man. move on. Okay. <laughs> Good discussion, but yeah. I feel like you said all we have to say about that shit. So yeah, I hope she moving on. I hope she go ahead. Out. I, I was just saying, I hope Brittany got I hope they work something out, man. She don't deserve to be in no damn Russian jail for nine years like that. Very yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. That that sentence is ridiculous. So I think she'll get brought home. It's just a matter of when, but yeah, that that shit was ridiculous, man. So hopefully she gets home soon. Um, other things that happened. Oh yeah, one thing I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know if you, I know you did see this because I know I talked about it. The Kyle Murray contract. <laughs> um, apparently, and they took this back to be fair. But Kyler Murray, the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, signed a new contract for some absurd amount of money. But apparently there was a clause saying that he had a uh, study requirement. He had to study at least four hours of game tape and film a week. And during that time, he could not be doing anything else like, for say, uh, playing video games. And if you know Kyle Murphy is a pretty he's a pretty serious gamer. He's signed to a pro gamer team, FaZe Clan. And he plays a lot of, I think, Madden, uh, Call of Duty, shit like that. So I mean, he's a pretty serious gamer, but it's the first time we've heard of his own team kind of say, hey, you need and they actually said video games in the contract as well. So Apparently, he was pretty mad about it. He had a uh, press conference about it, and he didn't answer a question when they asked if he was okay with that verbiage being used. But he mentioned how hard he trains and how hard he studies. So I don't know if there's any truth to him, his video game habit distracting from his on-the-field play. But how do you feel about this, man? Do you feel like the team may have had a point with the money they were spending, or do you think that, they went a little too far trying to dictate, you know, and, and put that language in the contract. I think I think they went a little too far, man. I think I think it started from him holding out or saying he won a contract super early, which a lot of quarterbacks don't usually do. And um, they gave him his money. They eventually gave him his money. But I, I, they ain't had to put that. I, like, I don't understand why they had to put that in the contract. Like unless unless he was actually like missing practice or some shit or he fucking up during the game or something where it's like, damn, you should have studied this or something like that, then I get it. But I felt like they was trying to I felt like they was trying to make a point. They're trying to embarrass him a little bit because they end up taking it back. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's not that serious if they end up taking it out of the contract. But I felt like they was trying to make a point saying, hey. Like, nah, like, <laughs> we run this. <laughs> Remember, we, you know, we we control all this. We gave you this contract, but we kind of control all this. I felt like it was a little, I don't, don't want to say undertone, but I, I felt like they ain't have to do that. And le- unless it's something we don't see, unless, it, you know, I don't know, I'm not there. If it's something we don't see where it's clearly a problem, then I get it, but... They they leaked this out there <laughs> on purpose, man. 
So I, I think, I don't know. I would have had a problem with it too. Because uh, let's be honest, how many, I mean, how many quarterbacks actually watch film outside of the facility? Like, do every. I mean, we don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm sure a few do. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know I, if it's I, every quarterback. You can't, yeah. You can't tell me all 32 quarterback starting quarterbacks just go home and watch film all day long or for a certain time. Hell, we was talking to Davis Mills and he said he don't, you know, he do everything at the facility. So he go home. So technically he don't watch film at home, but he stay later at the facility to, you know, because you got all the equipment and everything you need there. So I, I felt like it was a little disrespectful on my part <laughs> that they put that in the contract and it leaked out. So I was, I was, you know, I was, it was a little, it was a little strange, but yeah, I ain't, you know, I ain't lose sleep over it because he still got the fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's not that big of a deal, but I would have been a little tight about that too. I would have had a little attitude if I was him. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. Cause even if they take it out, like now it's out there, man. And everybody who, who studied this contract already said that, they had never heard of anything like this being put in the contract, man. So, like, it, it just seems like they reluctantly paid him this money. They didn't really want to, but they had to. So, you know, he was going back and forth. He he did the whole Instagram thing where he took all the Cardinal stuff from his Instagram and all that bullshit. So, you know, they were getting into it. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't know. Like, they, 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 were trying to, they were trying to diss him. They were trying to subliminally diss him. They pulled up Biggie, what he said about Tupac and shit. They pulled a Drake where he don't say the name, but, you know, he dissing somebody. It was subliminal dissing. And basically they were saying he don't study enough. Um, Anapleptic asked, is he ignoring study, which was assigned by the coach? Now, we don't know that. Like, no, I, I've not heard of a story of somebody saying he's not studying something that was assigned yeah. to him. Now, now, if that was the case, then I would understand that. But yeah. I haven't heard anything. He was balling out, but I think uh, once DeAndre Hopkins got hurt, then they kind of fell off. And it, of course, they—I don't think they—I can't remember if they made the playoffs or not. But yeah, they season didn't really end too good. But but it wasn't like he was on the field just looking like Baker Mayfield or some shit. Yeah, just like he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So yeah, if that was the case, then I would get it. But um, yeah, man, I, I feel like this was a little jab at him. Yeah. And uh, Drunk says Kyler, one of his favorite QBs, but he had to get caught not knowing what's on film at some point. Um, I mean, it's possible. I mean, there had to be some kind of reason. I just don't feel like it was this came out the blue. This was something they were concerned about. And maybe it just could have been they were concerned about how much time he was spending streaming video games. You know, it could be as simple as that. But I also feel like it could have been a conversation more so than a contract clause that was made public. You know that now everybody's gonna be making fun of him about this shit, dog. And it is funny, <laughs> it so is. I'm gonna be doing it too, probably. Yeah. But it, it's embarrassing for this quarterback, especially being a black quarterback, man. So I understand why he would be upset about it. He should be upset about it, but I don't know. Um, did, did you Brady? And he's uh, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna mention. Um, did you see what they put in the Zion Williamson contract? Oh, uh, oh yeah, the weight clause. Yeah, yeah. you got to stay under a certain weight. To me, that to me that makes sense. Yeah, like I can't be mad at that because he was clearly overweight. He wasn't staying healthy, and they still gave him a big a big time contract. So mm -hmm. 
if that's me, I'm like, look, man, you can't you can't be overweight, man. <laughs> I know you in New Orleans. And I know it's a lot of seafood down there and good food, but dog, you gotta you gotta stay within this weight if you want to get paid. No, I get that too. I mean, that's funny as well. But I mean, he already he was already getting the fat jokes, so there's that. Now, uh, Kyler gonna get full on gamer jokes because of this shit. He throw an incomplete pass up. Must have been playing Call of Duty. Uh, new Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two just came out. Suddenly, this nigga can't throw more than uh, uh five hundred. Hey, hey so. just just imagine a nigga on the field trash talking. Yeah, stay off the video game, boy. <laughs> when they sack him. You playing too much, man, yep. boy. Go get back to the video games. Yep. Start watching that tape, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna scroll through some of these comments, man. We are gonna try to get all this shit you've been saying, uh, y'all been saying here. Uh, Brady and Manning used to watch, used to brag about how much film they watched. Junk says, "Yeah, I guess, man, but they're too aggressive all time." Okay, yeah. like not everybody gonna be Brady and Manning. Um, and Tab says all the elite QBs watch film outside the facility. I, I mean, that could be true. Yeah, no, that could I think be true. So. I think so. Yeah, I, I think there's nothing wrong with it. But then you also have players that barely practice. They don't mm-hmm. Andre Hopkins don't like to practice, but he show up on the field. Yeah. So are you gonna put a clause in this contract that say he must practice? Like I don't give a damn what he do. I mean, if he's showing up every Sunday and balling out, I don't have a problem, man. <laughs> I I would start having a problem if he's not practicing, he's showing up late, and he not showing up in the game. That's when I would be like, you know what, like, dog, you gotta come to practice so you can know what to yeah. do. Yeah. But um, I don't even I don't even know if Kyler Murray is at that point where, you know, I could say this dude need to do something. Like he need to show up. But if if that I mean, if he's not really showing up, then I get it. But he seemed like he balling, he balling a little bit. Yeah. I just feel like this is gonna be a continuing problem as we see more of these new generations of athletes because they got to understand, man, number one, they're growing up gamers. So they, they've been gaming their whole life. Like younger people just play games. That's what we do, what they do. Yeah. We, we grew up where we were outside most of the time. Yeah. We we come, we come game online like this. Exactly. So this new generation are gamers. They play online. They play Madden online and they necessarily don't even go outside like that. Yeah, plus they get money. This is a side business for them, man. Like, they don't understand as well. They're making money from this. Like, this is a business move Kyler did joining FaZe Clan. Also, people say it's a lot about a lot of NBA players. Like, I know Anthony Davis plays a lot of GTA Five. He plays a lot of Grand Theft Auto Five role-playing. A lot of NBA players do now, man. And so I think people are looking at this and saying, oh, they're slacking off. Or it's like, no. I mean, back in the 80s, these niggas would be out in the clubs all night yeah. doing coke, getting drunk, and, and fucking around. Mm-hmm. Now, you because you see them, you just assume they're slacking off. But, I mean, if he wasn't online, he could be into any other kind of shit. Yeah. And you just wouldn't know it because there was no cameras or no he wasn't streaming on Twitch. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like the, the ones who aren't playing video games aren't doing some equally time-wasted shit that we don't know yeah. about. So. And then, I think, and then too, as us, us as fans, we always expect these quarterbacks and these athletes to be studying film, uh, studying the playbook, and all this other shit. It's like, man, like when when you go home for work, and I'm not. And this is totally different. I'm not trying to compare the two, but 
just imagine going home from work and still studying some stuff for work. <laughs> it's like when you off, you off. I mean, you yeah. try to enjoy it. People was shitting on Ja Morant because he was having a good time. He was having a party or something. And people were like, oh, he should be in the gym training. Oh, he got he um he got bounced out of the first or second round. And what he doing drinking, having a good time? It's like, damn, like these guys have lives too, man. These guys are human too. And I'm I'm sure when it comes close to time, he's gonna do all this training. He's gonna watch the tape and all this shit. But but it seems like every time we see an athlete having a good time, it's like, oh, he need to be in the gym working on his jump shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or oh, he need to be studying the tape. Oh, he need to be studying the playbook. So I think I think us as fans, we kind of get guilty of that too. And I'll say this much, man. Whenever I see somebody put a mixtape of what they've been doing in the gym, that's why I know they ain't been in the gym that much, okay? <laughs> We've seen this plenty. Of t- now there's a clip circulating around of Russell Westbrook in the gym uh, practicing a lot. And I'm like, okay, I'll, you know this nigga going to go out next season be the exact <laughs> same player he's been for the last decade, okay? Yeah. So let's not act like just because you put together a, a video and posted of all your training that that that's all you do or that you even do that more than once a week. Okay. See, see, we, you just doing enough to make a mixtape yeah. about it. See, we, so, ca- we kind of get fooled with LeBron doing that too, even though LeBron is great. Yeah. But, like every time he get bounced out of the playoffs or the finals or something, he show a video the next day. Like he just working yeah. out by coming back hard, <laughs> but it's not like he come back even better. I mean, he already great. So it's not like he come back even more dominant where he averaged 40 points, 20 rebounds, and 20 assists or some shit. He, I mean, he stay in shape. He, he doing a good job, but it make it seem like, oh, but I ain't about to, you know, no days off. And he kind of come back the same person. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, it's, it's great, <laughs> you know. He's he not taking a step back, but, but they make it seem like, oh, I, you know, you can't take any days off. <laughs> It's like, damn, like, all right. <laughs> like, Russell probably going to be the same Russell from last year. No, of course he is, man. That three ain't falling no matter what he does. His form is all fucked up. Drunk says, Kyrie Irving playing GTA on Twitch, some of the most entertaining stuff he's ever seen. I agree, man. See, I want more of this, dog. Honestly, like, I want to see uh, athletes and celebrities play on Twitch. I liked it when Drake got on with fucking, what's his name, on Fortnite. I thought that was pretty funny, man. So... Like I, I like to see athletes because they get to interact with fans. They get you get to play a game. Like it's it's a cool way to interact with fans, and it's like the new age way to do so. Yeah. You know, rather than just doing some boring Q and A at some event or some shit. Yeah. Like you can chill out with the fans on Twitch, like we're doing right now with our people. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's fun, man. Yeah. I like it. It's a baseball player who be playing Call of Duty and all that shit on yep. Twitch. Um, Blake Snell. And people probably don't even know who the fuck he is. He's a real good pitcher for the Padres, but people probably don't know who the fuck he is. But he, like, well-known on Twitch for gaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people be in the comments trying to talk about the baseball season and all that. He's like, I want to talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, he's like, we're going to be cool. <laughs> like, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> like, he's not sitting there trying to talk about baseball. Right. So... It's kind of entertaining just to get them out of their normal, you know, press conference uh, feel, I guess. No, it is, man. And you get a whole audience that don't even know you play 
a fucking professional sport. They just know you from playing games on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, Tab says Anthony Davis always injured. He got a lot of time to play games. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and Drunk says that was yeah, that was Drake and Ninja uh, doing the stream. That that was like the biggest stream. It might be the, still the biggest streamed uh, event on Twitch ever. Damn. When that happened, I think Travis Scott was in that game too. So yeah, that was a crazy night. So I'm gonna have yeah. to get back on Twitch. Shout out to the people watching us on Twitch. Yeah. I'm gonna start streaming. I streamed some games. I have a separate Twitch account. Uh, but I'm gonna start streaming again. I'm gonna try to play that Def Jam Fight for New York on stream, man. I'm gonna try to do that probably on the Jim the Juice Twitch as well. Okay. So I'm gonna get back. Streaming is fun, dog. I'll admit. <laughs> like sometimes it's annoying because you you gotta you're trying to pay attention to the game and see what niggas are saying on the chat. But it's fun, man. It's fun, like, talking shit with people. Random people join your shit, and you get to interact with them. So streaming is fun, man. You should stream, yeah. too. We, yeah, we, fucking... yeah we, we got something coming up soon, man. So we're going to keep y'all. Yeah. We're going to have, like, a Gems and Juice night out or something mm-hmm. where we um, stream and play <laughs> play games or something. Yep. Yep. No, we 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 definitely gonna be more involved in this Twitch shit in the future, man. We because we both kind of gamers. We we got to get a PS5. We got the PS5, so we in the gamer crew now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so now we we gonna stream some in the future and have some fun with it. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna run that Def Jam, man. That shit's fun. So <laughs> I might that, run some new? classic sports games as well. Is that new? Or uh, it's on- no that that's old, man. That came out I want to say like oh. 2004 or oh, okay. some shit. Okay. 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 It was a fighting game that had like Joe Budden, Lil yeah, Flip, I remember that. Method Man, yeah, all them niggas in it, yeah. yeah. And that game was actually fire. Like the system they used for the wrestling and all the, the fighting was actually really top notch. So, Man. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna run that at some point, probably. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah, finally, I guess we can kind of wrap it up with this one. There was a rumor that Naomi Osaka, your girl, and uh, Corday broke up, <laughs> but they didn't. So there's that. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. Um, I, I, do, I, do you I, think Corday ruined Osaka's career? You being a tennis fan, what do you attribute to her downfall in tennis? I, it's hard for me to just blame it on him, man, because when you women's tennis is up in the air, man. One moment you think you got a champion for years to come, and then the next moment they just barely, they, they'll probably never make it again. I, th- I thought she was going to be um, somebody that was probably in the championship round each year or something or, you know, more often. But, man, it's wide open, man. Now, you know, she was young. I think she's still young. But at the time, she was super young. And now you got even more younger tennis players that are outplaying her. So it's a <laughs> – it's a um, I, I'm trying to – I'm going to use Vontae Davis' words. It's a young man's game. It's a, it's a young yeah. woman's game. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I I wouldn't I wouldn't put the blame on him, but I ain't gonna lie. I I used to like Naomi. Now I'm, I, when she when we found out she was dating him, I was just kind of like, huh? Yeah, yeah. That kind of turned me way. off a little bit, man. Salute, I don't like her no more. Yeah, salute to him for getting somebody like her. But mm-hmm. I, man, I was just like, damn, like out of all people. Like you know, she could have got with anybody in the rap game. You know how bad you know Drake would have been all over that. Oh yeah. You know how many people would have been all over that. But out of all that, you got some nigga. I mean, we didn't even know who he was at the time. 
Yeah. I didn't even know who he was. Why being cool? I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I, I was I, I was kind of happy when I, I thought the rumors was coming. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh, because she had a cryptic tweet about some shit. She said, it says something like, uh, a guy can tell you that he's a nice guy. Whenever a nice a guy tells you he's a nice guy, that probably means he isn't. And everybody thought that was about Corday, but apparently they confirmed. She was like, oh, people just say anything on social media. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sick of this shit, dog. If you don't want people to speculate about some shit you're saying, then don't say it, Okay. These celebrities act like they don't know her celebrities. Yeah. And they act like the fans are just stupid for picking everything apart. Yeah. You know what people are going to think when you put some shit out here like this, man. Yeah. So I, I, I'm getting sick of the acting yeah. like, oh, y'all just blow up anything, don't y'all? Like, why tweet that? Yeah, You know who you are, Naomi Osaka. Why tweet that if you don't want to be taken the wrong way? You know yeah. what people are going to do. To so me, that that type yeah. of shit gets to my nerves, man. Yeah, just stop the cryptic tweets, man. Like, put a name on it. If you if you talking about somebody else, or you say just random thought, this mm-hmm. don't mean anything. Just clarify it. But yeah, I just hate celebrities that do the the, the cryptic tweet and then say we overreacting to everything. It's just like of, of course, like you sent this cryptic tweet out. What the fuck are we supposed to think at this point? You're going to get all type of spe- speculation. If I put a cryptic yeah. tweet out, people going to be wondering what I'm thinking about. So I can't get mad when people just thinking out outrageous shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, Drunk says she has all the skills. She needs to mentally, uh, she just mentally couldn't handle the fame and pressure. She's going to be great, but she got to get through a young midlife crisis. Corday is a good dude if you got to choose a rapper to date your sister. Corday probably the one. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. I agree dog. with I mean, that, man. I agree with that. I mean, he would you probably ra- is a good dude. Would, would you rather uh, have? Some, are, would you rather have somebody like Future? <laughs> yeah, or Drake. Yeah, I mean, Drake yeah, is probably honest, a good yeah, dude no. too. But still, yeah. man, I, if it's Corday, man, I'm, I, I ain't got no problem with that. Uh, and no, that's not what we're talking about. Anapoleptic. She re- she actually tweeted. She deleted this tweet, by the way. That's why you're probably not seeing it. But she tweeted um, in July, if a guy constantly has to tell you he's a good guy, there's a 1,000% chance he's not. She deleted that tweet. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about what she retweeted. So, um, but but yeah, I mean, people are clowning Corday because he came out at Rolling Loud with like some ridiculous saber-tooth fucking (laughs) sideburns. And he shaved them shits off. But apparently he gained about a good 40 pounds lately. People were clowning him about his weight gain. And that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. We need to stop doing that. We do that all the time, man. Remember remember he was doing that with Chad with with Bozeman. mm. Talking about how skinny he is. Nobody knew what what he was going through. And then we end up finding out what he was going through, what what he was fighting through. They did the same shit with Shannon Brown. When he showed up at the big three and he was overweight. <laughs> and um, this was right after the chat with Bozeman shit, man. And people started clowning him for his weight and talking about, oh, he just, uh, oh, Monica got him um, going, looking like this now. And it's like, damn, like, you don't know what people be going through, man. Like, it could be some type of health problem. It could be something mentally they going through. Like, you have no idea, man. Unless the person just said, hey, I was just eating like a motherfucker. 
So I just got to get back in the gym or something. Then, yeah, have some fun. But I, I hate that whole, you know, uh, roasting somebody like that, man. Yeah, I mean, I, people gonna do it. It's social media, man. People gonna have fun, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It comes with the territory a little bit, but yeah. yeah, I mean, they wouldn't do this with a woman. That's one thing. Like, but with somebody like Corday or a guy, game like people call Rick Ross fat all day, but if you get call Lizzo fat, you probably gonna get slandered by a few people. So. It is what is double standard, but I mean that's just life. What can you do? Yeah. Um, she plays tennis. I was about to ask is ping pong a professional sport. I mean, it's probably on ESPN the Ocho if you want to watch. They're doing the bullshit sports this weekend that nobody cares about, but they're doing a joke about the dodgeball movie. And now they're putting shit like dog racing and fucking competitive tag. So if you want to see ping pong, you probably see it this weekend on ESPN the Ocho. So go ahead and check it. Yeah. Um, ping pong hard as fuck though, man. I respect those people of ping pong, dog. That shit look hard as hell. Yeah. Um. So I respect the professional ping pong players, man. They fucking they must be doing Adderall or crack because yeah. I don't see how they see that fucking ball going that fast, man. And they don't play it like we play it, where we just kind of like yeah. Duh. They be playing it nah, like they, they tennis players, man. Hit hard as they can, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, with that being said, anything else we missed, man? Anything else we want to talk about real quick, Figgy? Deshaun or Watson, the people man. out there. Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Well, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I, I almost. <laughs> Say the best for last, I guess. <laughs> wow. I completely forgot about, I almost forgot about that shit. So I guess we got to react to that real quick. Um, because we didn't talk about that last week. Um, Deshaun Watson, the judgment came down from the independent arbitrator, whoever the fuck was trying to deal with it. And they said the punishment will be six games, um, even though they admitted that he did that shit, he was guilty as fuck. But they said six games for Deshaun Watson. The NFL has appealed that decision. They want the entire season still. So now we're back in limbo. We don't know what's going to happen. There has to be a meeting with the people with the NFLPA, and they're going to discuss things and whatever has to happen is going to happen. Um, but the feeling now is that it's going to be more than six games. We don't know how long it's going to be, but it's going to be a little bit. What are your thoughts on this figgy? This is your problem now. Being a <laughs> Cleveland Browns fan so hey, what are your thoughts on this John Watson? Hey, I ain't up there. It's ain't my problem, but <laughs> but um yeah, man, I kind of um I was actually um I wasn't shocked that they gave him six games, obviously, because they were they were kind of teasing that for like a couple weeks. So when it actually came down and it was six games, it wasn't this fake outrage for me. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. a lot of people had this fake outrage. Wow, I cannot believe it. I did not expect it was going to be six games after weeks and weeks of them saying it might be between six, eight, or 12 games or some shit. But, um, yeah, man, I think um, – I, I knew the NFL was going to peel it. it. It was kind of shocking because I felt like they want to get past this, but it seemed like this just keep, you know, stringing on and on and on and on. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. I know they – keep saying they want a year um look i'm not saying a year is um 
I want to sit here and say he don't deserve a year. You know what I mean? But I guess the way they um I guess the way they was investigating and the people they interviewed, to me, I, I feel like that don't deserve a year. If they going off the evidence <laughs> that I guess Sue Robinson had, mm-hmm. I feel like that don't deserve a year off. You know what I mean? So um I don't know, man. I think um it's gonna be real interesting, man. It's gonna be a back and forth. Um, Sue Robinson seemed like she pretty much called Deshaun Watson a piece of shit, <laughs> but this is all she could give him. That was kind of interesting to me, <laughs> and um, it seemed like Deshaun Watson's team is kind of, um, I guess they prepared to bring up Big Ben, as you know, because he got six games back in the day for his, you know, I think he was actually charged with. Um, I think he was facing like a rape charge, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he ended up settling. So um, yeah, I'm guessing they just prepared to bring that up to kind of compare it, which I think um it could I think it could get a little dicey. I know a lot of people were saying how, you know, that's two different situations and and that's apple to oranges and whatever the fuck that means. I never understood mm-hmm. the apple to oranges shit, but um I I think I mean if I'm Deshaun Watson's team I I feel like that's kind of um I don't want to say that's smart but I, I feel like it kind of makes sense they I, I feel like they kind of bringing race into it a little bit where that's that kind of is putting the NFL <laughs> up against the wall where it's like damn they could easily say hey this white dude y'all gave this white dude six games for um pretty much the same not the same shit but y'all gave him six games. It got reduced to four, and <laughs> y'all gave me six games, and y'all trying to appeal it. I can I can see where it could kind of work in their favor a little bit, but um, it's it man. I'm I'm just ready for this shit to be over, man. Tony Busby held the press conference. Yeah, I don't really understand what that was about. To be honest, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just sick of all this shit, man. I just. I just I'm just ready for a suspension so we can kind of move on to the to the football field. Yeah, I mean at this point I I'm just ready for it to be over. Um I mean at this point he's set up with all but one of the accusers at this point I believe. Um I mean at what point do we move on honestly? Like what what I mean for people who are arguing like it should be a year, like what why does that make it okay? Like what? What is worth what these women went through with what they're saying is true? What's the appropriate punishment? It would have to be to never play again. Is but that, nobody's arguing for that. Yeah. They just think it'd be longer than six games. But what's gonna be fair? Like it, it's just all yeah. arbitrary, man. Yeah. So I'm just like, say what it is and, and be done with it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's six, twelve, the whole season, but just make the announcement and be done with it. Because no matter what, people are going to be pissed when he plays again. The yeah. same thing happened to Michael Vick. He yeah. did a year in prison, dog, and he lost everything, came back, and people were still mad he was playing. Yeah. So, nothing, there's like, like I said in the beginning, man, it's either going to be, no matter what, people are going to be unhappy about it. Yeah. When he does get sentenced, people are going to think it's not enough, and there's going to be some people who are going to think it's too much. too much, no matter what it is. So they just need to say what it is. He needs to serve suspension and and move on because 
at, at this point, I'm just, I, 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 I have nothing else to say about it, man. Yeah. Honestly, did you have? Like, a, I think I'm out of takes. Did you have a problem with, with the um, six game suspension handed down in the beginning? I mean, when you compare it to other less severe punishments that were way more, yeah, I had a problem with it. Yeah. Somebody smoked weed, they got to sit down the whole season. Deshaun Watson get, gets accused of this shit, he gets six games. Yeah. A guy pays a $1,500 bet on his own team, he got to sit a whole season. Deshaun Watson, 24 cases, six games. Yeah. So I get that argument. But like I said, how's a whole season make it right? If yeah. you believe what these women are saying is true. Yeah. Should he be allowed to play again, period? He shouldn't be playing football if... Exactly. If, yeah. So it's, so it's not like the year suspension is like, ah, oh, that, that make it better now. Justice for the women. Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I think, I mean, I feel like the women, if they had to say so, they'd probably say he shouldn't play again. Exactly. But nobody's saying that. They just think it's be longer than six games. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people also, you know, no offense, but a lot of people are Texans fans too. Yeah. And they want to, you know, a year uh, a year suspension for Deshaun means a higher draft pick mm-hmm. for the Houston Texans. So, you know, six games is, you know, that's that's a slap on the wrist and the Browns can still make the playoffs and make a Super Bowl run if they that good with Deshaun. So, um, yeah. I think that's part of it. To me the tr- to me the most troubling part was um it wasn't necessarily the six games. It was the fact that he wasn't even fined. Yeah, like it was, was kind of wild. It, it was no fine. Like I would have understood the six games if he was fined like ten million dollars or fifteen million dollars or something. Whereas, like, all right, like he lost his whole salary from last year, and he got six games. So I, I, I kind of get that. I, I understand where that's coming from. But for the simple fact he wasn't, it was no fine. It was like, <laughs> like so. I, I think the outcome would be. Um, I think the outcome probably going to end up being 12 games and a, a hefty fine. I think it's going to be that. I, I just don't see I just don't see the um the NFLPA being cool with a year. Yeah. I think they're going to fight that. 6 games might be a little too light. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 8 to 12 with a big fine. Um because the, I think it, like I said, that was the, I think that was the big issue. It was no it was no money. So if he had to pay a lot of money back or something like that, I think it'd be. I think I think they could probably well they have to come to an agreement because I I I, I wouldn't believe that the NFLPA is trying to get less than that. <laughs> like at this point, if you if you still complaining about twelve games and a fine, like duh, you need to <laughs> you need to look in the mirror and reevaluate yourself, man. Because it could easily be a year. Like, you just need to take something and just move forward, man. Yeah. I mean, they just need to decide what it is and be done with it. People are going to be mad no matter what it is. So just go ahead, announce it, be done with it, and and that's all I got to say, man. Because I don't think there's much more to be said about this. The case has been settled at this point. So... Yeah, at some we we all know he's gonna play again at some point, and if you think what he did is wrong, you you probably or what he did was 
what basically what alleged was true that you shouldn't be okay with him whenever he comes back. So it's never going to be the right time for you. So, I mean, you're just delaying the inevitable of when you're going to eventually be upset when he again steps on the football field. So I don't know. I'm just at this point, I'm I'm just above it, man. I I, I don't care about it anymore. Like let's, let's just all move on from it. Do what you got to do. He'll serve whatever he has to and all parties will move on. And that that's basically it. How how you feel about um, Tony Busby doing a random press conference? I, I thought he was going to reveal something, but now it's starting to feel clout chasing, man. Because after number one, after saying you weren't trying to settle, you settled anyway with all the fucking uh, lawsuits. So, and then you have a press conference where it's just you're not even saying anything new. You're just saying, well, you don't agree with the six game suspension. And it's like, I don't know, man. It, it, it's just, it, it was already a circus, but it's the circus where it's just, you know, getting lame at this point. You know, it's when all the tightrope shit is over in the circus, and now you just got the clown walking around in a clown car. Like, just wrap this shit up already, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think he, um, he obviously liked the spotlight, man. So he, he was on first take a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and, um, he, he, I guess he's, he's one of the people that's suing, uh, uh, one of the lawyers for the whole Astro World thing. He's now suing Chris Brown. Yeah. So he's just in the spotlight, man. I think he, whatever he could take, he he'd get, or that, or whatever he he'd get, he'd take. So I, I I I ain't understand the purpose of this press conference. Uh, yeah, he, I, I feel like he put he kind of making the NFL look bad too, but. It's like he, you settle the cases, man. Like, what else do you want at this point? Like, mm-hmm. do you want more money from the NFL? Like, I just don't understand what he's trying to do. Is he trying to run for mayor again? Is he trying to get a spot in the DA office or something? I don't, I don't know what it, it seems real campaignish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I just I never seen a press conference after a settlement like this in this type of situation. So I, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I just I just don't get it, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm nah, it, it's 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 silly at this point, man. Like you, you got what you want wanted, so look, he don't he don't got to say nothing else about this whole Deshaun Washington case, man. Because he I think he said his piece enough times. He said what he believes to be the truth, and he got a settlement. So yeah, I don't think there's really anything else to say about it from his end, man. So yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens in the end. We'll see how the appeal process goes and how many games he gets served. But yeah, as far as this shit, I'm just ready for it to be over, man. Honestly. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the stream part of this podcast. We appreciate it. we had a lot of interaction today. Man. I know, man. Shout out to y'all, man. A ton. Yeah. Um, shout out to your niece. I'm gonna try to get everybody who chimed in. Shout out to your niece. Tell her to come again, man. That was fun. Yeah. We need some more yeah, female she, perspective. So, from so she told me she got the notification set up on YouTube. So every time, oh uh, yeah, live, yeah. So shout out to my niece Diasha. Love you. Um, kiss my nephew for me. I, <laughs> I only met my nephew one time, man. So yep. I I got to go back up to Cleveland to see him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I definitely want her again. Uh, she had some good commentary. Uh, so we appreciate that. 
Um, Holly Rich Worshipper, appreciate you coming through again. Tab, of course, our number one dude, day one dude. Appreciate you as well. Um, Anapleptic, look, man, I think you cool, but I'm not going to click any of the links you linking, dog. I don't trust you enough, man. What was you got to? <laughs> you got to. You got to gather your thoughts first, and you got to be on your best behavior for a few more streams before I start clicking your links, man. Okay. <laughs> so next time, be more constructive to the conversation, and I will start clicking. But I'm not going to click. I don't trust you yet, man. I got to admit, I appreciate you coming through the chat. I like you your comments, but I just don't trust you yet. Okay. So we appreciate coming you. through. And we're going to eventually get there, but we're not there yet, man. But appreciate you coming we, through regardless. We appreciate dog. you, man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Drunk. Drunk, cool dude, man. He said he subscribed to the stream as well. So appreciate you, man. Commentary and the, uh, back and forth with him. Uh, everybody who joined, man, appreciate all the feedback, all the commentary. Of course, if you listen on the podcast and you want to know how you can chime in on the conversation and say what you want and cuss us out if you don't like what the fuck we're saying, Get on YouTube, get on Twitch around 8, 8, 39 sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on Gems and Juice, and you can chime in, join the conversation. We'll, we'll include you, man. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll just kick it and chill. So make sure you check out our stream when we go live every Friday. Yeah, Subscribe, and- subscribe to the page. That way you don't miss it. Uh, you don't miss anything whenever we go live. Yeah, and we gonna dog. I really do want to build our Twitch up because I want to get subscribers. I want to get um like cool shit to do with Twitch. We've been sleeping on the Twitch thing for a minute, yeah. but I want to build it up, man. So we gonna get like donation links if you want to donate. We gonna get some fucking subscribers. We gonna get some cool shit to do. Maybe some giveaways. We got some merch, man. We're gonna do giveaways. Yeah. So maybe some cool stuff for y'all to do or bid on or whatever. We gonna we gonna try to do stuff to Twitch page, man. I'm motivated now, so. Appreciate everybody joining in, man. And we're going to see y'all next time, dog. I don't know if you can hear this, but <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, appreciate y'all joining, of course, listening on the old school way. Nah, it's not the old school way. I still fuck with podcasts, man. Uh, appreciate all y'all listening uh, to another exciting episode. We got more things planned in the future, of course. Uh, that's all I got, man. Biggie. Yeah, man, I'm um, I'm chilling. I'll be at training camp early Saturday morning. So yeah. if you're listening to this right now on the podcast, on the app, on Apple Podcasts, on Odyssey app, wherever you get your your latest podcast, I'll be at training camp, probably sweating my ass off. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. I could barely hear you over this music, but I, whatever you said, y'all do it, Biggie. <laughs> Plug your shit and y'all do what Figgy says because Figgy's a man, okay? And yeah, we're gonna get this shit ironed out next time. But until next time, y'all. Peace. <laughs>